0: Hello everyone and welcome to the recap, the Escapist Weekly Live Show, all about the latest movies, TV, and streaming. This is episode number 43 for Tuesday, August 29th. My name is Marty Sleva. As always, I'm joined by Darren Mooney and Frost. How you guys doing? Tired.
1: I'm-
0: <laughs> tired? Tired. You're tired. you're tired. Frost, oh, what happened? Almost fell asleep in the shower, which seems like a very dangerous proposition. Yeah. What were you doing? trying to stay awake mostly it's just he's, he's uh, a, <laughs> video games he's just like every video he does is expected okay. to do 100k or bus he's the 100k uh, kid now
2: yeah yeah that's that's my reputation now a bunch of streams yeah. all that good stuff so yeah i broke down and watched paddington to sort of
3: use uh, it he, off, you gotta you know. aim for mediocrity that's where yeah. i'm nice and comfortable in mediocrity yeah. oh. nobody expects anything of me it's fantastic
2: it was that's mediocre cool. but then i think it was the what is it yeah, it was stuff of legends. We were fine. We we're chilling at 30K, 50K, and now we're at yeah. the 100K mark. Oh, God. What am I to do? Yeah, that
0: was the part the C Stars review is doing really well, too. It's at like 75K now. And I'm like, well, that's not because of me. It's because of the game name. Like, all, right. all it is is the game name. <laughs> like Whether it's me or not doesn't matter in there, but it's fine. Uh, welcome, everyone. Uh, we have a great show for you today. Uh, we're going to be talking about a little bit about, as you can see in our main topic, uh, Ahsoka, first two episodes premiered, but also about sort of the bigger topic of of, of Media where it feels like you have to have done your homework beforehand in order to fully uh, understand what the thing is going for. Because as someone who did watch all of Rebels, I'm finding a lot to like in Ahsoka. I watched it with someone who has not re- watched Rebels and they're like, literally, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, well, what is the show about? And who are any of these people? Uh, why do I care? Um, it's why the bigger do I question. <laughs> uh, this Ezra boy, he seems, yeah, we should worry <laughs> about Ezra, right? He's a little hologram man. <laughs>
3: um i don't know warner brothers tried to convince me i should care for an ezra early in the year and that didn't work out too well oh
0: no (laughs) this one can't do a press tour either because he's in another galaxy yeah not the galaxy far far away it's one even farther farther away
3: it does sound like this ezra has also done their share of crimes to be fair um (laughs) (laughs) It's <laughs> possible. There you go.
0: Uh, and then uh, we're also going to talk a couple news bits. Uh, uh, Dune Part Two being the latest, um, latest big movie of the fall to be delayed. Rest in peace, uh, both Craven, our sweet hunter, oh. and Dune, our <laughs> sweet Messiah. Uh, but speaking of Messiah, also some rumblings that we might be getting a third Dune film. Which, um, what, Dar- Darren? I think you have some thoughts on how that could be un-unfilmably weird. <laughs>
3: No no not unfilmably weird just a very odd choice cuz the way the dune books work and I'm I'm a big dune head mm-hmm. um dune and dooner here um but basically you have There's an initial trilogy. So Herbert wrote the first book. The first book was massively successful. Then he wrote two sequels. The sequels were Dune Messiah and Children of Dune. Dune Messiah is this tiny little slip of a book, which is basically you idiots. You do not understand what Dune was about. You misunderstand my work. You offend me on a deeply personal level. And then Children of Dune is like, huh? But I guess you like Dune, so I guess we'll just write Dune again for you. All right, are you happy? Um and it's all that like Villeneuve is like, "No, I have the perfect Dune trilogy mapped out. The first two movies are going to be Dune, and the third and final movie is going to be Messiah, which is the middle book in a trilogy of books." And I'm like, "It's a that's a that's an interesting structural choice, Danny." And isn't it by the it. end
0: don't they become like giant like space gods or something?
3: No, that that's the fourth book. That's the <laughs> God Emperor of Dune, which yeah, no, I that's, that's the end of Children of Dune. Yeah. No, I I want I want the adaptation of like Children of Dune, just the text, just the text Mm -hmm. read at you, uh, which is full of all sorts of gonzo nonsense where um, Herbert's like, you know what? Women, women only armies are a bad idea because like women can't resist women because men can't resist women. And you're like, Frank, I think you got to work through some stuff. (laughs) Thank you. you Got some stuff. (laughs) It's it's Possibly the most sixties middle-aged man science fiction book ever written it's like men will write like women...
0: iconic sci-fi book series instead <laughs> of go really to therapy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My, my bibliography yeah. <laughs> is, it, is this is my
2: what women want I, everyone's got that one
0: <laughs> yeah what, like the movie like yeah, the, the
2: movie with mel gibson yeah, mel gibson. yeah they, all, they all get that one
3: um but I, I like i it's incredibly weird most of god emperor of dune are like conversations with a giant worm man it's incredible great. who should yeah. play the worm man well, they bring back Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa is the person who has the conversation. There you the go, Duncan Ido. Yeah. Herbert was like, fourth book in, need to keep things fresh. You know what we need? More Duncan Ido. This sounds um, so, great. Yeah, and the, the Worm Man is the guy played by James McAvoy in the uh, sci-fi miniseries. It's the son of Paul, basically.
0: James McAvoy so, in the sci-fi series.
3: Yeah, James McAvoy was in the sci-fi miniseries they did of Children of Dune. Huh. Like to I give you a sense of didn't even know that existed. No. I, I you know the sense, Lynch
0: version, and that's that's it.
3: To give you a sense of how small Dune Messiah is, Sci-Fi did a three-part blockbuster epic adaptation of Dune, and then they did a three-part blockbuster adaptation of Children of Dune, which is the third book. And about half of the first episode was Dune Messiah. Oh, which but- is. How, how amazing big is this book Three, five it, it pages is, so. yeah well, well, the original dune is like four hundred five hundred pages I think dune oh, yeah. Messiah comes to about one ninety five right. maybe one eighty-eight. eightlevity is the soul of wit, yeah, I like <laughs> yeah no, it really there's a big vibe of like, look, you fucking idiots, um, yeah. let me explain <laughs> what the point of the book you just read was um, and you said was it you who said that Ryan Johnson's the perfect choice for? No, I, I retweeted somebody pointing out oh, that okay. Ryan Johnson was probably a great choice. in there to say, like, you, you dummies didn't even understand the text.
0: <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Um, and before we move forward, uh, Beast March. $2 dono. Dono for Carmageddon. was yeah. hilarious. That, is that out uh, public or is that early? No, that is private.
2: Okay, private Ooh. right now, the embargo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's our it's most 90s rock Brit pop video yeah. so far is yeah. phenomenal.
0: It's one of our rare videos that involves uh, the police coming to arrest the game developer because they think they're doing crimes. They're not doing crimes, well, they're doing like mild. Crimes, I mean, they were but, crimes so, <laughs> it was essentially, they it were was misdemeanors, yeah. <laughs> we're not, like <laughs> the worst crimes, yeah. Mis- misdemeanors, <laughs> <laughs> misdemeanors, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and uh, all of you donos right now are going on uh, towards us topping off, finishing that goal at the bottom of uh, Casey and I playing Devil May Cry after we finish Portal. We're almost there, less than five percent. So we'll be hitting that easy peasy. And if we don't hit it, Casey and I have to go to gamer jail along with the developers <laughs> of Carmageddon and Yuji Naka. <laughs> so it's just it's just all of us in gamer jail that's the that's the rules if you don't hit a donation goal you go to gamer jail so
3: it's is, is gamer jail like a for-profit prison or like <laughs> one of those cushy is like, ones like, is, like, is like, it prison as yeah. a service um yeah yeah that's yeah, <laughs> a service one of those exactly. cushy
2: ones where the, the guy who uh wrote the wolf of wall street was staying with tommy Chung, and they yeah, you yeah. should make this into a movie man
0: you know, <laughs> that, those kind of jails exactly um but uh yeah along with that uh you know the the fact that Denny Villaduve uh, has talked about writing uh, a script for Dune Messiah uh Dune Part 2 was the latest movie uh, to be delayed uh, because of the um, the, the studios uh, inability to actually pay writers and uh, actors uh, what they deserve uh, the movie has been delayed from this fall to March 15th 2024 um, which uh, that's kind of that was like the event movie of the fall that was like the big thing. Um, and we still have a handful left. Whether those get delayed will be interesting. We have stuff like Wonka and Captain Marvel, the, or, too? Uh, the Marvels uh, too, which still doesn't have what's going on with that movie. <laughs>
3: no trailer, no trailer for that movie, which is interesting.
0: It's just uh, they want to be. They were so heavily inspired by Studio Ghibli and Miyazaki. Yeah,
3: I was thinking that's like Blue yeah, Heron yeah. didn't need one eye, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> this would the one poster just be a shot of like Jason Momoa looking over his yeah back at the camera but in that same
0: like beautiful art in the same <laughs> yeah. like, beautiful art as the as the Ghibli poster. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, uh, it's this. It, it seems weird that this is going to be a March movie now. I don't know why. Like this seemed like a movie I was going to walk mm-hmm. into on a crisp fall day. And then spend, you know, two and a half hours in the desert. And now it's going to be like a, a, a wet. March morning <laughs> and I'm going to go in, and see it in IMAX I don't know it just feels it feels it feels weird to me
3: it, it's so recontextualizing it's odd how like we just subconsciously associate like calendars with like types of movies where yeah. if it's in if it's in November this is like a prestige awardee right, blockbuster right. it's big it's bombastic it's going to make lots of money but it's going to clean up in the awards categories you move it to March and all of a sudden it becomes like a Zack Snyder movie yeah. where it's like it's like Warners are like summer's coming early and we've yeah. got nothing else
0: afterwards oh my god i don't i don't like this um yeah that was the date that was uh previously occupied by the next kong godzilla movie which i also am not even sure is real because have they been filming that is that real i haven't seen any pictures of kong or godzilla uh, but <laughs> well, they're, godzilla
3: they're very private. private the the paparazzi they're all over yeah. you know um, they wear those you, reflective vests that like when you oh, yeah the when show they show bring them to the set. set yeah yeah oh. when they bring them to set in the little limo they make sure that there's no press around before kong yeah. gets out yeah. Uh, but you know the the. Do you want to know something that's even stranger than that? There is a TV show coming to Apple TV starring Wyatt and Kurt Russell, yeah. set in the monsterverse Verse. That also I've seen nothing of. I'm not and they aware. Play the of. Same
0: character, like a generation apart, yeah. right?
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Also, the Russells, both of
0: them, wonderful. <laughs> Get Goldie Hawn in there too. They yeah. can all be there. That's fine um john lee says doesn't the name alone sell without zendaya and the other guy well there's a lot of other guys who are very famous and no i don't i think like zendaya is probably like one of the biggest celebrities on the planet who's not like a soccer player um so i I, yeah i think not having her and timothy chalamet and uh austin butler and you know the massive supporting cast (laughs) mama oh mama mama pasty white man (laughs) um I don't know if he's actually pasty white. Every every now shot of him looks ten. like it's in black and white, and I don't know what's going on. <laughs> he's very no, in dude, he's like bald. Oh, no, that, no. in yeah. he's bald he's like bald, yeah. he's like an albino, but it also looks like it might be black and white. So I think it might be Maybe. might be one of those camera tricks, those classic Villeneuve <laughs> those, camera yeah, tricks.
2: Yeah, <laughs> those practical effects that mama, I'm monochrome. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um So yeah, I mean I think they I think that was a play by by Warner Brothers to be like, well, you know, this is a giant investment and we only want about Fired off knowing that we can fire on on all cylinders with all of our weapons.
3: Hmm. And also, next summer is starting to look a bit empty. Um, Maybe you get those IMAX screens for like six months. <laughs> yeah,
2: we're going to put <laughs> yeah. Avatar 1 on them. All of yeah.
0: them. Avatar's coming back. Yeah. <laughs> I'd go see Avatar 1. No, I wouldn't. I don't know why. Why don't <laughs> you yeah. say that?
2: You not even see really Avatar 2. You fell off the Avatar train. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it won't be back until Avatar 5.
3: No, 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 no. Like, it'll be like watching Ahsoka. It'll be like, why do I care about any of these people? Uh-huh. I mean, yeah.
0: I don't know who. Uh, I almost said Jake Sully is. I almost said Duncan, Idaho. But no, Jake <laughs> Sully. Uh, and that's Snake of the Garden with a five euro dono. Thank you so much, Snake. Can Darren's Twitter feed get its own channel on Discord as an RSS feed? You are the only thing I miss from Twitter. Plus, I need your stream of consciousness.
3: nobody needs i don't i don't need my stream of consciousness i uh i I do not need
2: my own i enjoy those i think every now and then you run into an ai or something though (laughs) because
3: i've seen a few of these conversations pan out and i was
2: like where did that go and you're genuinely trying to have this conversation but i don't think it's a sentient being on the other end (laughs) i genuinely think it is a bot (laughs)
3: I do love that that makes me seem particularly sad i'm like no you don't understand the social (laughs) and historical context like have you thought about bitcoin
0: Um, (laughs) (laughs) i'm not sure why you're ending all messages with beep beep boop boop
3: (laughs) maybe that's just something that people do maybe it's a cultural thing maybe i don't understand it i I shouldn't judge Um, exactly
0: exactly who are we to judge um so yeah dune i guess yeah so what, what, what we have the marvels like I mean, there's a lot of uh, prestige movies to be excited about in the fall that don't seem like they're moving, and a lot of them coming to streamers, including...
3: That's it. It, It's obviously the Killers of the Flower Moon. It's um, Maestro. They're not going to move because Netflix, for them, the cinema stuff is just secondary. They're not even going to post the box office receipts that those things earn in cinemas. They're just like, we put them in cinemas so you can vote for them at the Oscars and they go to streaming, which is where we want them. By the way, if you're not releasing your prestige Oscar plays, that just means more awards for us. And meanwhile, Apple's like... Apple's like, did we buy anything for like 10 grand at Sundance that we could maybe shimmy we into? did we do another history? coda? Yeah. Can we just run yeah. it back with that? Yeah. yeah. Um, and speaking of those movies, uh, uh, just this morning, the
0: trailer for The Killer premiered, which is um, the, uh, the upcoming movie from uh, director David Fincher, uh, written by uh, Andrew Kevin Walker, who wrote Seven, starring Michael Fassbender, uh, about a hitman. And let me tell you, this movie looks excellent. Like, just looks great.
1: It so I'm like, yep. it yeah. <laughs> no notes <laughs> we're we're
0: getting like prime fincher we're getting prime scorsese we're getting prime ridley scott we're getting i don't know if you could say prime cooper if it's only a second movie but we'll call it prime cooper uh I'm, I'm 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 excited we got some we got some goodies there um and yeah like you mentioned apple that's all these movies are, are apple and netflix so they're uh they're sort of hoovering everything up and I don't know. At least we're getting those. That's cool. Are all those movies going to play in theaters? Like, or is it going to be a limited run? Like, will I be able to see these movies in theaters?
2: I would go yeah. if it was the four and a half hour Napoleon. I don't, I I, I don't think I'd I re- go for a normal cut, but if it's like Ridley's, like, yeah, you know, 4.5 hours, it's like, yeah, yeah, this is a marathon. For, last one in this- the theater wins.
3: <laughs> that's that's the that's the how you compete with barbenheimer it's just yeah. napoleon where that's the two halves of the movie instead of watching like two movies <laughs> for five hours you watch one movie for four and a half hours it's no and
0: leon yeah, <laughs> yeah. Napoleon,
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, what an event. well
0: he's gonna have uh gonna have uh competition in terms of director's cuts because Zack snyder's coming Zack Snyder is already coming with his pre-director's cut. I like how Ridley Scott talks about his director's cuts, and we're all like, fuck yeah, release every second of it. Kingdom of Heaven director's cut is a masterpiece. Do it. And then Zack Snyder is like, I filmed it for Netflix, and we're all like, fuck you, (laughs) Zack. You only get one movie
3: no that, that's the thing about was it was it greg silverman the former ceo of warner brothers where somebody online was like i cannot understand how for years like snyder was warner brothers guy why do they keep giving him movies when his movies like underperformed at the box office mm-hmm. and greg silverman the ceo is like no every movie he made for us with the exception of sucker punch and the guardians of gahule a movie everybody forgets exists Has made a else. shed yeah made a shed lot of money made yeah. like all of the money um because of those additional director's cuts i yeah. just like it's it's the netflixness i don't understand which is like you're on netflix why not just release the director's cut why not just like just put it all out there you don't need to like segment it or cut it or fragment it the same thing with like napoleon that's going to apple why not just do a mini series as well. Release it in theaters as your original theatrical cut, and then wait a couple of weeks and release the director's cut afterwards. There's no harm to that. It's not taking up physical space.
0: Yeah, that is the weird thing with this is like, why not? Yeah, but, but why even have in the, like you said in theaters it makes sense because it is a space it is time it is you need to run yeah. a certain number you know you have to crunch the crunch the numbers and and, and make the money in the end but with streaming i can put up fucking, suits is the most watched thing in the world right now have, and it's, have you seen you know, it have either of you seen i don't suits? know no i don't know what suits is about is Maybe it like neither. mad men but not as good probably because they wear suits no is,
3: isn't is suits the one where the lawyer pretends to be a lawyer where the guy pretends to be a lawyer he gets out of like prison and he goes to a law firm but he oh, doesn't have a, a law degree premise. uh I, I think that's either Suits or Leverage, but it's one of those two. But anyway, Meghan no, Markle is on Leverage, Yeah, that's right. Bo- Meghan yeah. Markle's on Suits. Yeah, yeah. Leverage yeah.
2: oh, is a bunch of criminals to do criminal activity.
3: Yeah, Suits was around the same girl. time that you had, what was the other one? The one that was the comedy with um, Rob Lowe, where he was also the actor who pretended to be the lawyer, and then he moves home with his brother, who is actually a lawyer. What in the hell? What's that? It was no 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 it, it, like timothy oliphant there was like a, it was a big so event like episode. justified <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but there was a there was a big it was like the it says the grinder was yeah. it the, the grinder it was the grinder yes the grinder which was such now good my parts fun. grinder
0: or something else what yeah. say,
3: but that was that was the one where like they did a sweeps episode where timothy oliphant was like a rival actor from a rival law show who came to town and they did a court case against one another it was great
2: really? um, yeah and apparently the one you described the first one is suits but then someone said leverages white collar crime the a-team but there's also a show called white collar so
0: <laughs> there's also the a-team <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then there's, you've got blacklist just
2: for honorable too much television
3: there is <laughs> too much too television much yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, um but there is yeah there, i mean there's something to be had in in those comfort shows like i understand yeah. i don't get why suits specifically is the one everyone's gravitated towards but i get why like okay this thing has an ending it is like low impact viewing I could just kind of watch it and kind of walk out of the room and then come back in and everything's going to be fine um so uh yeah why it's the most popular thing on earth is, is strange to me though and over. why we can't have uh, uh 10 seasons of uh napoleon and josephine why can't we have. <laughs>
2: is, is it over <laughs> friends like it's actually knocked out friends for the most watched tv
0: Free july it was the most watched thing uh, wow. on streaming yeah but it's like per yeah, per hours, I guess. Yeah, just hit it's on Netflix and Peacock, I believe. So it's like a, yeah. a, a uh
3: two for can, can you imagine being like the content officers at Netflix, Amazon, and Disney Plus and being like, Look, guys, we got it. We spent a hundred and fifty million dollars on this new Ahsoka TV show. They're gonna go wild. We got Secret Invasion, it's got Samuel Jackson, Olivia Coleman. Amelia Clark, the queen of television. We are gonna take this streaming is gonna be ours this July, and then it's like, w- what is suits? What is suits? <laughs> what what, is, suits? Is, suits? Yeah. what yeah, is suits? Maybe
2: it is this, a, this
0: thing from 2015 is just wrecking all of us.
2: Maybe it is yeah. a maybe it is a thing with marketing. You know, like the Good Doctor surged up over the over the year with, with all the memes, and it's like, huh? Yeah, Doctor yeah. Han, he's the nice guy, and all these. I'm still What's confused. Next- I don't get the premise. <laughs> what's the he's next a show? doctor and
3: he's good oh, um, okay yeah
0: so what's the next show what's 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 the next like forgotten show that's gonna like find like a comeback because it could be like like uh, uh spin city spin. i was like man michael j fox really cooking on spin city in the 90s
3: yeah, what, um, like it's probably gonna be a sitcom i mean part of me is like house feels like houses house like, house,
0: yeah it's the lovely. house ended right
3: yeah it's house a- <laughs> <It's> ended, <laughs> i don't know if it's still on
0: um, ah, you could be yeah, sneaking yeah. around Grey's anatomy is yeah. still like scurrying about in the corner every time i turn the lights on oh, i see yeah. a gray's anatomy run into the wall
3: oh yeah, yeah yeah ellen pompeo is still recording voiceover for that um and it's physically if not emotionally present i believe for several episodes in a season um but yeah it's uh yeah, House is over. House ended with uh, was it Wilson riding off into the sunset on the motorbike with House. Yep, having, Wilson's got cancer. I believe he, yeah. yeah, he fake he died. He was he's dying, but he may fake. Did he fake his own death as no. well? Wilson, was, that, Wilson no.
2: was dying. House was going to go to jail, but he's yeah. like, if you go to jail, you don't get to spend the last few months that you have left with Wilson. So he fakes his death and he just takes off. There we go. I
0: never watched House. Who's
2: oh, It's just oh, it's, it's, it's Le-
3: Robert on Robert Sean Leonard.
0: Yeah, that, that, sounds like I'm not, that sounds I'm not like sure someone who tried to <laughs> kill a president.
3: <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure that's the order of the names, but I think it is Robert Johnson, M- the yeah. guy from Dead Poets Society. Yeah, that, oh, there, okay.
2: there you go. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's just the Watson to his Sherlock.
3: Yeah.
0: Wait, the boon, the guy from Boone's Saints? who is isn't Norman Reedus. No. Really, John Patrick no. Flannery?
3: No. <laughs> no, oh, that's young mind. Indiana Jones. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. Robert Sean Leonard is the guy who, like, when you read interviews with him, it just seems like the nicest man. Where he's like, I agree to be on house on one condition. And what is that condition? I don't have to go to the Emmys ever. And it's like, deal. Like, deal.
2: That sounds great. Yeah. yeah. Sean Patrick Flannery. <laughs> <laughs> Were you thinking of Powder <laughs> with Jeff Goldblum? <laughs> no, I was just, I just started thinking about Boondock
0: Saints. <laughs> okay. Darren, do you have any Boondock Saints thoughts? I not have any, it's the I most not Irish
2: film that's ever Irish. You know, how, how, yeah. how could you not? <laughs>
3: I do not have any opinions on the Boondock Saints. Not hmm. even pro? Nope, no pro opinions. It. No I've never com- seen I've never, never seen, seen it. I've never seen
2: Boondock oh, Saints. That's what we got. That's there. what
0: We've been talking about how we want it for as like a Patreon exclusive thing, record a movie commentary. I'm adding oh. Saints to the list of possibilities. Okay. All right. <laughs> so that we can like just ask you if this is like actually what <laughs> Ireland's Accurate. like. And then you'll be like, This doesn't take place in Ireland. Stop asking me.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> doesn't it star Willem, Dafoe? Um, it does. Willem, Willem yeah. Defoe? Yes. Um
0: Defoe. Great Irishman, yeah. Willem Defoe. That was the first Norman Reedus movie I ever saw. He was great. Oh wow. Uh, what what about Blade Two? Sure, played too as well. Was, he was that before Blade it was Norman Reedus, I think
2: so. Yeah, but let's go, we'll, no, Billy Connolly. You
0: know, so does that Billy well. Connolly? Billy Connolly's great.
3: Great, enough. Do you have any thoughts on Billy Connolly? Just generally a wonderful man. Um, yeah, I'm very sad good. to hear what's happened to him, but yeah, yeah. Um, wonderful man. Um, sorry that was a bit of a downer it's like yeah real tragedy what has happened to that wonderful man um but yeah it's obviously an institution over this side of the world um he's scottish obviously but usually popular in the uk and just always came across really well
0: um okay big news what boondock saints predated blade 2 by three years oh little baby norman reedus in it oh wow he was norman fetus in that movie (laughs) uh that was.
2: It. I, I love know, the idea that, that
3: people it. people have clicked onto the link, going, "We're gonna get, we're gonna get some prime Dune talk," and it's like, "Boondock Saints, Boondock
0: Saints, yeah,
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, a little
0: bit of Dune talk." I didn't have any other Dune. You listen, Fair. if you have any
3: Dune thoughts or if
0: you have any Rebel Moon thoughts, you know who's really excited about Rebel Moon? Nick, Nick, Nicola is so <laughs> excited about Rebel Moon.
3: <laughs> I, I gotta put, I'm curious about Rebel Moon. I'm look, I may not love all of Snyder's films, but they are undeniably his, um, and they're always interesting.
0: And it's interesting. So this was like the the genesis of this was a pitch for like a Star Wars movie, and they said no. And he's like, I'm gonna do my own movie. And sure enough, is went he has his own duology in the works that Netflix seemed to have like an unlimited budget. Um yeah, being released around Christmas, the first part.
3: So um it's getting the coveted glass onion slot, the glass onion, yeah. the don't the don't look up slot, the bird yeah. box slot. Like this is the Netflix big Blockbuster. They're assuming people are going to be sitting. Th- and again, I no ill will towards Zack Snyder. I don't hate him in the way that large portion of the internet seem to do. But if I'm Netflix's content officer, I'm like, do I have the the Christmas Family movie for you guys? <laughs> Zack Snyder's two part, six hour magnum opus, seven samurai Star Wars knockoff, starring Sophie Bautia. Uh, Anthony Hopkins is a droid. We don't know if this droid is gay like the one in Transformers last night, but maybe I he so. is. I um so. what what a movie last night is um yeah. I, it's, it's not a good movie. <laughs> it's not even it's not even really functionally a movie, but what a movie that movie Experience is. <laughs>
0: I don't, yeah. Wait a minute, I feel like you were just trying to like wag your finger at me for steering things in the boondocks thing. So all of a sudden, in the middle of a sentence about Rebel Moon, you were just like, what a movie last night. <laughs> <It> <laughs> to be fair, feet. you did put in a lot of times in the Transformers, in the okay. Transformer prison earlier this year. So any chance to, to bring it up makes sense.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be living with that for the rest of my natural life. Apologies, yeah. he didn't play the robot. He didn't play the gay robot. He played the gay robot's owner. And there's a, a moment the where robot. the... Uh, Mr. Carson from um from Downton Abbey. Jim, I want to say Rod famous. Bent. No.
0: <laughs> Jim Jaramouche
3: No, it was Jim.
1: Uh, he has a
3: no. He has the same surname as a famous unionist, and I don't want to pick the wrong one. But Carter, maybe I don't know. But anyway, uh-huh. Mr. Jimmy Carter. Mr... <laughs> <laughs> what a performance that was! I told his to peanut farm
0: to be the gay robot in, uh, in Transformers. Wonderful. Yeah, but Jim like there, there's a moment where there's
3: Jim a moment Cor? where, no, not no, no. and he's Double like, and 9 at nine eleven was an inside job, or his, is his dying words. Um, Jim Core is not so you guys, do you guys know this? No, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know. About oh, Jim okay. Core.
0: Yeah.
3: Okay, Jim Core is like the one male member of the Core family from the Core's, the uh, the band, and he is notable in Ireland for being um, a conspiracy theorist, is the polite way to phrase it. Um, but yes, oh. um, it's great because like the the other, the three sisters are like yeah, we're we're never getting the band back together. It's it's never happening. And you're like, I think I know why that might be. But um, there's a moment where the, the robot is dying in the last night. And he looks up at Anthony Hopkins, stares him right in the eye and says, I have served your family for three generations. And I want you to know that you were by far the coolest, sir. And I'm like, wow. wow. <laughs> this is Michael. Yeah, like Michael Bay doing his Downton Abbey slash call me by your name robot stonehenge it's it's something to behold
0: i love it he's the last living auteur (laughs) (laughs) i know that's probably not true i'm gonna be honest that's that might have been Um, going a little too far
3: it it was carter was the name apparently it was carter jimmy Mm. carter Mm. Mm. the
0: press uh and quintuple a ah with a 50 dollar dono five zero holy smokes wanted to save this for the 50th episode but oh well judging by how we're going today there might not even be a 50th episode that's, Might be
2: that's the last really pushing it. We're gonna get yeah. <laughs> We're gonna get canceled. <laughs>
0: uh but thank you so much, ah thank you. We uh we really appreciate that. Um do you guys want to have any more thoughts on on Rebel Moon? Or do you want to jump into jump into Ahsoka
3: and then the other stuff we've been watching? I just want to shout out George Lucas, noted that the idol has been cancelled after one season. That oh. sounds like a bit of a weak ending for me. Uh, <laughs> I thought they cancelled that four times. As it was airing.
1: They, can- <laughs> they canceled <laughs> it was
2: <amazing. laughs>
0: they were like it's gonna be six episodes or is it it will be five episodes don't you worry
2: yeah yeah, to hear that it's it's officially canceled it's like again you how many times can you cancel a show that's possibly uh, the worst thing i've ever seen
0: like friday the 13th you gotta kill jason several times
3: hbo hbo has the shovel and brings wax the body several times before throwing up the hole to be sure um no no idle threats here eh did you guys watch that
0: I did, yeah.
3: Yeah, I he did
0: yeah. Oh, yeah he
2: did he says, you, oh, yeah he did was, <laughs> you didn't venture oh god
0: i was uh, i was fascinated by it because uh i i like euphoria uh i right. think euphoria is pretty good and i actually liked malcolm and marie the other movie that the is. black and white movie sam levinson did with zendaya yep. and john david washington, david washington yep yeah, which was just pretty much like a – I think it was like a two-hander – I don't know if it was filmed during COVID or if I watched it during COVID. No, it, 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 it felt like a COVID or movie. Or though. you had COVID. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> I probably had COVID.
1: No, no. It, it, it,
3: it, it's one of the great my critics are wrong and I'm going to tell them how wrong they are for two hours movies. It's like the Dune Messiah of Sam Levinson. Could you have,
2: do you have a, uh, a list of these? There's always like s- funny <laughs> trends I want in films where I go, what, what are the 10 most pretentious films I could watch that are thought of as pretension? Are there 10 films where the director goes to the critic?
1: That's I mean, definitely.
3: I, mean, on the I would list. like to watch those. Yeah. Birdman is probably one of the greatest. Birdman, well, yeah. Very,
0: yeah. Possibly Tarantino's next and final movie. Maybe, <laughs> it's yeah. just called The Critic. <laughs> yeah. Or is it called The Critic?
2: It's The Critic, yeah
0: yeah is it just gonna be an adaptation of the
2: cartoon the critic i think it's about yahtzee probably Ooh. i don't know
3: and, <laughs> it's a yahtzee uh, biopic oh lady in the water lady in the water I Is a, there we go that's a, that's got a, some a prime prime yeah. stuff going on yeah
0: yeah fran in the chat says the entirety of michael bass transformers
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's a eight an eight part
0: letter for why the critics are wrong yeah. um, fuck the haters um, Yeah. exactly <laughs> Um, I'm not getting any of those messages in Ahsoka, if I'm being honest. I mean, perfectly honest. Uh I'm I'm not That's getting I'm not getting too thank you. Uh I'm not getting uh too many deep messages. That being said, as someone who watched uh, who binged all of the Clone Wars and all of Rebels a few years ago, I'm enjoying the first two episodes of Ahsoka. It is not great Star Wars. It is not original trilogy, it's not Last Jedi, it's definitely not Andor. Um, but held up next to recent seasons of the mandalorian book of boba fett obi-wan kenobi um it is it is enjoyable star wars and i'm excited to see where it goes but i'm excited to see where it goes because i have literally hundreds of hours of of uh like previously read material like i you know i know who these characters are so when i see sabine i'm not like who is the sabine you're giving me now i'm like i have four seasons of sabine In my head, I know exactly who she is. And then they're like, we need to get to Ezra. I'm not like, you should tell me why Ezra is important. I'm like, I know why Ezra is important because I've watched four seasons of the the cartoon. Uh, I'm curious if you haven't done that, if this show is gobbledygook or if anyone actually cares about any of this.
2: Probably the second one is, it's like when I was watching a friend play Baldur's Gate and I saw their character use glove of missile snare and I was like, Oh, that's in the book. That almost makes me want to play just as, you know, just to have the use of that knowledge, I guess, or to see it yeah. being used tangibly um yeah yeah, no i'm still giving this a minute you star wars fans well not even you star wars fans this is somewhere else i don't think you're a star wars fan (laughs) nick this is it it's gotten so much better and then by the end it's like why what's happened what's happened it's like the same thing that's always happened starts off hot ish or maybe you forget maybe you start off hopeful and then you come back down to the real world with the rest of us maybe it goes well there goes I'm excited yeah. to try and get back into one I tried Andor was really good the start of Mandalorian really great um Kenobi I wanted to love more I love Miss yeah. Kenobi you know? wanted to love it more than I did wasn't there like a, a crit or a fan cut that, that condensed it all down Ooh. to like a one-hour movie I would love that
3: which <laughs> was what it was originally
0: meant to be right yeah yeah. Movie. yeah yeah I was like that but yeah no that's just nature healing
2: i'm I'm waiting Uh, to hear i'm I'm (laughs) essentially waiting for a few episodes and then nick really kind of lets his thoughts out usually he hands up kind of sad and it's not that i bask in his sadness but it's more realistic
0: (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) it's like oh this could be a
3: lesson this could be a learning a teachable moment for us (laughs) um darren wrote about uh,
0: the show for us
3: yeah i think the problem with it being a teachable moment is that you just had andor and andor was like i because i went into andor being like this is probably not going to be great. And then I came out going, this is the best thing in the history of mankind. Give me more. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm like, and to be fair, I think Ahsoka is good. I think it's, I think it's good Star Wars, not necessarily great Star Wars. I don't know that it's great television. I have the same concerns that you have. I will say I have watched the Clone Wars. I have not watched Rebels. Okay. Uh, So I don't have any of the, I know Thrawn because I read the Heir to the Emperor trilogy, the the Timothy Zahn books yeah um and the the comics adapted from them as well. I think I have oh, them somewhere in here um, and they're very good. I would hardly recommend them, but the I've not seen rebels, so I've got no idea who Ezra is and what I found really interesting was to the credit of filoni as a writer and director, Ahsoka is very good at delivering exposition and telling you what the characters are and what their relationships to one another is and why <laughs> they're behaving a particular way and what they're doing. So I didn't feel lost in the sense of I have no idea who these characters are, what they want, or where they're going. The show made it very clear who they are, what they want, and where they're going. It just didn't explain to me why I should care. It didn't show me any of the like emotional bonds that exist between these characters. It just told me that presumably they had spent years mm-hmm. uh, developing those bonds, and I should care because that happened off camera. And look, I I'm, I get. I get the argument that this is technically the fourth season of rebels i think that Felony himself has said i believe that uh dawson may have said that feloni said so you're two degrees removed that this is the fourth season of well, rebels. the fifth
0: season of rebels oh fifth there, season, there of rebels. Was so season of rebels. there was yeah. four
3: seasons yeah but that this is basically a continuation and mm-hmm. i i get that but then if you're doing that why a transition it into live action and b give it a completely different title which implies that this is a jumping on point for people who may not have access before yeah and like i mean like I don't know. My My dad saw Rogue One years ago. I don't know if he remembers it that well, but he was able to hop to Andor and watch it through to the end and be engaged with it. My mom watched Better Call Saul before she watched Breaking Bad. She literally only watched Breaking Bad because she got bored between seasons watching Better mm-hmm. Call Saul. But she was able to follow the story and engage with the characters and engage emotionally with what was happening without having that background or that information. Yep. And I find myself watching this going, I... I don't really care about these characters. I don't know why I should care about these characters in an emotional sense. It's a strange thing. That Andor uh, uh, comp
0: is perfect because my mom was the same way. Watched Andor. Maybe had seen Rogue One. I don't know. Like, no Star Wars because I liked it as a kid growing up. Watched Andor. Loved it. Was like... We were talking about like the characters and the themes and everything. Uh she watched the first two episodes of Ahsoka and I asked her what she thought. And she was like, That little cat thing was cute. That's <laughs> like, how that they was the get one you. she got from it. Cause he's like, I didn't really get anything, like, I don't know why anyone's doing anything, but I thought the cat was really cute. I'm like, the cat is very cute. <laughs> uh that is they a good did. Point. if there's one thing Modern Star Wars is very good at, it's giving you a little critter that you like. you know, like, This is a good little critter. We can lean into that. Um yeah, it's uh it, it is it is tough because on one hand, like you said, this is ostensibly Rebels Seasons Five, to a point to where it's called Ahsoka, but like Sabine feels like the main character of these first two episodes at least. Like this does not feel like an Ahsoka show, it feels like a Sabine show. Um, and then you get, you know, the moments with Hera, and we're spending more moments with these two sort of strange gray Jedi or, gray Jedi or I am. yeah whatever whoever they are um and everything like I think Balin skull. skull I do, I,
3: I do love Balin skull
0: yeah the two of them are named after like the two wolves from Norse mythology like the Loki's two wolves um oh, so was, yeah I just remember those wolf names because of uh scully and Hatu or something from the god of war game that came out recently a bunch of shit with wolves so let me tell you, as soon as I finished something, I'm like, I don't remember any of these guys. <laughs> I remember the sh- wolves. God. wolves. Skull and Hottie. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> can <I>? Great wolves. <laughs> you know, I am really bad movie. with character names. No. I am shockingly bad with character names. On uh, slightly something else yesterday, uh, Yahtzee and I were talking about Sea of Stars, and I, played, I literally played 30 hours of the game, finished it, wrote my review. Yahtzee's played, like, 15 hours. He was like, can you tell me the names of the two main characters? And I was like, I cannot. I literally cannot tell you the names of either of the two main characters of this game. Like, they, but granted, they were kind of like soup sandwiches. They were like really boring ass characters, but, um, uh, I'm bad, I'm bad with
3: names. But, uh, this is why I I work in the written word more than in like podcasts and speaking, where it's like, I like where I can like go to Google and tape who's the guy from the thing and then just put it, the name in the article so it looks like I can remember it. Exactly.
2: (laughs) Exactly. That's never held me back. (laughs) Rip it.
3: I'll oh, just to out. I like going down rabbit holes where
0: we try to remember the name of the guy from was it Powder? Or no three, wait, what was the movie three. you referenced?
3: House and the Dead Poet Society. Yeah. Three uh, names. <laughs> one of them is Sean. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Only one actor has ever been named Sean. It's fine.
3: Yeah. Um, William Scott, right? Um so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh
0: I, I think it has it has um the same problem that uh almost everything that has been filmed in the volume has, which is like the volume felt like a magic trick at first where i was like oh my god in those first few episodes of the mandalorian i was like yeah. this is incredible like this is like like bringing those matte paintings to life and then i don't know if we have started to see behind the curtain or if these you know uh they have less and less time to work on things but it just looks it looks cheap and fake and like a video game and that's funny coming from someone livelihood revolves around video games but after a thing like andor where everything felt so considered and every place felt real even if it wasn't real it felt like like every place was actually lived in like the original star wars movies like like a new hope and and empire and everything and um that's something that's something that i feel like is lacking from this like it always feels like they're in front of a green screen even though it's a tv screen i guess
3: take me back to space florida yeah. <laughs> take me back. Absolutely take me back
0: to Space Florida. Take me back to Scary Hospital Prison. Um But yeah, that being said, I think I think the cast is is really good. And um I you know, I think the the, the actors are are compelling and it is cool to see like a primarily like female led Star Wars show where granted they keep everyone's talking about a dude.
3: <laughs> everyone's like, We gotta get the dude back. Everyone's talking about two separate dudes is the same. I guess it's like it's not even one dude. It's two separate dudes. Yeah, I do, but I do like
0: the idea. I mean, I hate the map, MacGuffin. We need no more map, MacGuffins. We're done with maps. Well, we we're, like we're done oh, with maps no, every- for ten
3: years. I mean, everybody loved the Rise of Skywalker, where the key was a map to a map, right? Oh, like that's that's the logical extension, <laughs> which is weird because, like, in if it was a physical map, I'd be like, fuck yeah,
0: maps. You <laughs> can roll but it when down it's like on a hologram the- map. I'm gonna like, get it out of here. I don't care about your maps. Um but aside from that i do like when you boil it down i love that both sides are racing to the same place to find their their champions like that that both these dudes went off into super space and we got to find them and both sides are like racing to find them i think that's neat
3: i also like the wickedness of it as well and i know that's obviously it's the sisters of Dorthamir, i think it is it's yeah, very Dothamir. lord of the rings yeah. the name uh which i kind of like but i like that it's a different side of the force one of the things i loved about Clone Wars was like, Clone Wars was not afraid to get proper George lucas Where it's like, by the way, the Force has a living embodiment. It's the father, the son, and the wife. And it's like, this doesn't fit in any way. Just shut up and go with it. Don't ask any <laughs> yeah. questions. Um, yeah. And like, what if, what if the Force was like Macbeth? And it's like, yeah, what if the Force was like Macbeth? Like, they go to Stonehenge here. They go yeah. to, like, Space Stonehenge. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, this is the kind of stuff that I want. I don't want more maps looking for maps looking for maps i want witches doing witch stuff i don't want the map stuff is has the map stuff been resolved it feels like it's kind of been resolved right i mean i felt that i I felt that way 45 minutes into the rise of skywalker but you'll never guess what was at the end of that map oh no
0: map two, (laughs) another map the sequel to map new (laughs) map people love maps
3: um, you know,
2: prison break who- <laughs> the entire premise one piece are still looking for it oh a thousand episodes yeah. later
3: oh my god they should tattoo the map on like one of the characters' backs there that's the go. solution here there that's there. how you that's, make things
0: exciting that's a cool map yeah that's, yeah. A, that's a that's a very good map um, yeah well uh, it, it's funny you even bring up the the sisters of Dathomir the witches of Dathomir um, or the night sisters of Dathomir because not only were they in some of the Clone Wars episodes but there's one of the main characters of the two recent star Wars games is one oh. of them. And so I know a lot about them because again, of the previous reading I have in playing Jedi fallen order and Jedi survivor, which um, again, not necessary. it's not necessary to understand who that woman is. Like you said, it's just a very kind of Macbethy like, Oh, look, it's a witch. Like she's, she's, <laughs> she's old and she's got some schemes. <laughs> um, I love how
3: nonchalantly like, Oh, look, it's a witch. <laughs>
0: But it is weird. Star Wars doesn't usually have witches, right? Like, I
3: know, like, yeah, I know. That's, like, what, was that that's not why weird I'm. Do
0: you, Marty? Yeah,
2: yeah. That, that, that's that's witch. why I'm
3: like this is interesting. It's like I'm like, oh, a witch. Um, it's yeah. like if it was a droid, I'd be like, oh, it's a droid. Oh, it's a map. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's a witch. <laughs> I'm not used to seeing this in this context. I'm already like, oh no, I've seen. Oh, no, so, right? yeah, those witches are old
0: hat to me. <laughs> yeah, um,
3: witch, witch.
2: The vivid
0: name of a sandwich restaurant around here. I don't Ooh, know if that's a. We have
2: witch, witch here as well. Yeah, I've
0: never had it i
2: don't no, trust it i
0: don't either yeah, get your get your name. i don't trust a place whose name is like a little pun treat your food seriously
2: oh i thought it was like named after the food it's serving so like no burger king mcdonald's is fine though wendy's great McDonald's is
3: fine yeah, but yeah. if
2: it's got the food that you're serving in the name you're, you're lost yeah. It.
3: yeah but can you have chicken nuggets from burger king then if it's not a burger is it okay
2: they, i think so they got weird nuggets. Okay. i feel weirdly. like weirdly
3: what was it like the like the like the, that it's like what? the
2: crown yeah it's just wu-tang <laughs> nuggies that's what they are
0: <laughs> i'd have wu-tang nuggies um a couple yeah. super chats uh snake of the garden two euro dono has darren ever seen adventure is nigh will you side quest
3: i watched a couple of the early ones i haven't kept up i will admit i watched the first season which is again just incredible and in awe of like the talented people i'm surrounded with where i'm like i don't know if i fit in on this channel um but all yeah right. no i have not kept up to date i have not kept up to date with it, unfortunately there you um, go. they should get you for side quests
2: there you go. Right. an authentic one then. i have only you ever
3: played I, uh dungeons and dragons I, in, in throughout life once <laughs> once i did a i did once and then i think we all gave up because it was just too tiring um, I don't know if that was my effect which I felt really bad about because it was like I had a bunch of friends who like play D&D and I was like I'd like to jump in on one and why not I'll try it um, yeah. and then and then at like 11 o'clock they're like yeah we should just call it a night and I'm like does it normally end like this and they're like sure yeah yeah it always ends like
0: oh, no worries <laughs> hey this one would be different though because everyone gets paid for it so everyone sticks Ooh. around because like, yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day I get money
3: so that's good <laughs> <laughs> It feels like feels like the wrong incentive to have on yeah, a role playing campaign.
0: <laughs> and it's fun and everyone's into the storytelling. But yeah. also, it's nice to pay
3: your bills. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, also just in the sense of like it needing an ending. Where oh. it's, like, it's like and the characters advance towards the portal. But yeah. oh, no, a bunch of ninjas arrived. And I guess we're here for another five hours of overtime. <laughs>
2: it just described video games, though. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that you, that's literally video games. That's video, that's video games video, too, uh, yeah. As you're slowly <laughs> um, becoming more and more aware. Um, and then Fungus Finder with a $2 dono. I just miss Star Wars EU Extended Universe stuff. Yeah, so we keep saying Star Wars is in a weird place. Um, I think were it not for the highs I felt with Andor, I'd be a little more cynical um, but I know in my heart of hearts uh, that that Star Wars is still capable of of making me feel the way it did when I was a kid. Um, and so I have I have faith like I think. I think both Star Wars and the MCU will produce something in the next five years that I'm going to like absolutely love with all of my heart and can i ban nick from this goddamn i
3: was about to say uh, i was about to say that's the gambler's fallacy you got going on right there friendship ended with star wars rebel Rebel moon is my best nick we already had the rebel
0: moon segment (laughs) where were you half an hour ago um that is the gambler's fallacy though right yeah it's like oh this
2: one was shit. the next one can't be oh it can and with great consistency (laughs) absolutely (laughs)
3: But not with great consistency, because the last live action one was actually
0: good. Yeah, I, that's the thing is, if it weren't for Andor, I'd be like, maybe I'm just grown out of it. Maybe it's fine. Then Andor, like sparked such joy in me right. that I'm like, it's still capable of oh, doing this. It's, an it's an, not me. It's an abusive relationship, <laughs> then.
3: He only hits me yeah.
2: sometimes.
3: It's Star Wars he, he really is just, loves me. He remembers <laughs> my birthday.
0: Star <laughs> Wars is going to be... We just need to give it to people who clearly don't give a shit about Star Wars. Tony yeah. Gilroy does not care what? about Star Wars. Most franchises
1: work
3: that way. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway. anyway. I, I do, but yeah, like, uh, I mean, I I, th- I thought, like, I thought that was same thing with Marvel, where it's like, I was feeling a bit burnt out of Marvel projects, and then Gardens 3 comes along, and I've seen that movie four times, and I love it more each and every time, you know? Yeah.
2: It's flipped um, it around, it, though, for me. where before, it's like, oh, great movies, a stinker every now and then. Now it's like, shite movies, every now and then they pop up good, though. No, it's all yeah. right. It's
0: all right yeah marvel's the one i'm more oh well, no i guess guardians yeah guardians is that but that but is Gar- like, guardians
3: is the guy burning the door the yeah yeah the door.
0: like other than that almost nothing from phase four phase- and five
3: <laughs> yeah i liked yeah. i
0: liked loki a lot i'm worried about season two though like that i that- like
3: i love loki up until the final episode um final episode really really burnt me uh, on Loki, it was an exposition dump,
0: but it was a well-written and performed exposition
3: dump. It was an exposition dump starring a character who is not going to appear in anything else after Loki Season 2. Um, But it's a character who has no bearing on the narrative that you have watched unfold yeah. over the previous episodes. Yeah. Um, and as wonderful as like majors is as a performer, let's not get into whether what sure. he is as a person. Yeah. But as a performer, he is the we watched uh, Creed three recently. Yeah, majors majors is phenomenal, which is one mm-hmm. of you know, something that makes the revelations about him particularly uncomfortable is that mm-hmm. it does feel like you are losing something you can't go well i knew all along he was awful i'm sure. not gonna miss him yeah, at all yeah um it's somehow worse when you're like no he is a gifted possibly once in a generation talent yeah and I have to process that.
0: either this show or breakout earlier this year yeah. before, all, before that news came out so yeah, yeah. so uh, marvel it almost seems like this uh stoppage of work in the strike is kind of a blessing for marvel because it gives them a time, it gives them time to be like, okay, what the fuck are we actually doing? <laughs> what are we doing? Like, what is this leading towards? What is this culmination going to be? Like, it seems like now some of the writers that they had tapped for uh, Secret Wars and Kang Dynasty might not be writing it, so they're like, what are we actually going to do here? Like, what is what is our plan going forward?
3: You know what scares me though. The solution to that is just like, well, they're gone, Jeff. Is it Loveness was Loveless, one of them? Yeah. Loveness was one. And who was the other one? The other one's the Michael guy. Michael Waldron. Who di- Michael Waldron, who did uh, Doctor Strange. They're yeah. like, they're gone. Kevin Feige sits down at his computer, opens up his laptop, goes to chat GPT and says, write me a scene where Nicolas Cage's ghostwriter meets Ben Affleck's Daredevil. Um, And that's it. That's That's the movie. Beauty. <laughs> and and he's like it's great i've I've never never had a writer more receptive to notes yeah (laughs) this is the most can we try that can we try that scene again but this time hugh jackman's wolverine is also there
1: yeah Um, beautiful
3: beautiful (laughs) um uh, Fran
0: in the chat says Marvel's in a hangover from Endgame. It's been a five-year hangover. That is, uh, that's not
3: hangover. That's, that's hair That's the dog,
2: though. Just, you know, <laughs> <you> keep drinking. <laughs> keep you just hangover. need a little more Endgame. A little more, a
0: little more.
3: To be fair, three of those years don't count. We all agreed the pandemic years just—they're all just a. Haze that and is blur. true. That is true. Yeah. Now
0: the strike years—the strike year is not going to come either. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah it's we all
3: had all the Ukraine than... year. Now yeah. we have the strike just... year.
2: <laughs> Big volcano explosion <laughs> next year. There'll yeah. always be a reason to push it back. Yeah, yeah it's
3: fine it's fine <laughs> uh,
0: um you haven't uh you haven't got to watch any more than the first two. i know you can't talk about it but have no. you got to watch any more than the first two episodes
3: no no i have not oh, got. uh disney are not providing like it you can again it's one of those things where you can kind of tell how how much faith they have in the project where like and or it was like oh by the way entire season here you go yeah, make yeah. yourself comfortable last of us like, the same thing I mean that wasn't yeah, Disney but yeah. well, last of us was HBO it's like here have it but have it be- before we finish the special effects we are so confident in how this is going to turn out that we will give this to you in October because mm-hmm. like we trust that like you're going to love these two characters you're going to fall in yeah. love with them you're going to want to talk about you're going to want to interview them you're going to want to re- re-watch them you're going to want to make sure you have articles written about them like that level of confidence is kind of infectious when you're when you're a film critic and like when when Disney go look you get you get Ahsoka for like two hours before we release it wide. Write your review. Here's the embargo. And don't mention any of the following. It's like, feels like it would just be easier for me to wait two hours and write whatever I want to write. Yeah. Um, what if I just do that?
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Um. Um, so, yeah. I, one thing I like is that it's um, airing um, in sort of primetime U.S. time. So that's nice for, for me. I mean, it's kind of nice for me because I'm going <laughs> to watch it tonight. I'm not going to write tonight. Go we'll watch
3: it tonight, and I'll wake up in the morning, right? You're going to digest it, right? You're going to have to, like, process it. That's the, yeah, the Well, certain other
0: things, I'd wake up in the morning, watch it, and just be like, Bleh. that's why my articles are bad.
2: Big list of pros and cons. It's like, well, this is a good time for me.
0: It would be like previews when, when E3 used to be in person, like writing E3 previews. You'd see a demo, and I'd be like, I have 15 minutes to write a 1,000 words. I don't know what this is. I don't know, I don't know how
2: you guys do that. Um,
3: Oh, That's I great. have yeah. Friends who are like literally flying out to Venice today, and it's like, yeah, that is what a film festival is like. Where they're like, yeah, I write it on my lap on my laptop while I'm between screenings, yeah. and I'm like, how is it coherent? How is it even basically coherent?
0: Yeah. As it's yeah, as it's as as true uh, true criticism was meant. <laughs> shoddily written in the dark during the in, screening in the dark it's easier
2: now you know the laptops are backlit <laughs>
3: yeah exactly yeah, you, you exactly. can definitely do it on your phone during the next film if you wanted no. Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly no one will get angry with you uh, but yeah like Francis says in the chat you gotta process that Captain Rex cameo will get into existence if Rex shows up I will get super excited because I am a big dummy I this is what being big a dummy is all about
2: apparently so maybe you're just yeah. too far gone That's it. it's taken yeah. I think so Whereas for me, as someone who's not necessarily a fan of those kinds of things, it feels strange to sort of see your dealer constantly dangling this carrot over your head and going, oh, you'll want to watch this because it'll make the past 10 years all worth it. And you keep on going and you keep on going. Whereas I I remember like the old franchises, it was strange to sort of watch a one-off of an episode or watch like the third in a series of movies and then going, that was neat. Was there more? And then you mm-hmm. go and, and, and you dig deeper, not just like, wait for the next thing, wait for the next thing, wait for the next thing. But it's all in yeah. reference to the older stuff, but we don't make anything like the older stuff anymore. So what can, what can yeah. we do here? Huh? Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's uh, another Mando, hot season one, season two goes weird. Does the cat have a name? There all there, gonna it's gonna be all going to be two? about
0: that skeleton crew. <laughs> uh,
2: oh, sugar. Yeah.
3: Crew. Who's direct? John Watts. No, it's not John Watts. Who's Dure- Yeah, Dure- I think it's John Dure- Watts, right? John Watts. Okay. All right. Yeah
2: they're gonna right. they're gonna do a stuff of legends and just base each one on some different theme Got so my heist <laughs> one i've got my cowboy one pirate one and there it good. comes
0: and it's it'll, it'll just it'll be in the zpr yeah the level ZPC, level this is cheaper <laughs> by a lot yeah. well at least it's not the volume it's fine yeah. um uh, we can let's get into some other stuff we've been watching. Darren, you've been uh, you've been you've been catching up on a lot. Well, I guess we haven't done a show in two weeks because we did the Gamescom show last week. What um, what have you uh, what have you been watching? Anything that stood out?
3: Well, I have been playing The Last of Us. Just to let people know, I have begun gradually playing The Last of Us slowly Incredible. and surely, and have discovered that I am not good at stealth games. So this may take a little while. Are you playing it uh, on um, very easy? I am playing it on very. Of course, I'm playing it on very you know, easy. No, so do I. It, it was good old Journal
2: Mode. It, yeah.
3: <laughs> if, if there was a button i could press that would be like let's take it from here um i would i would press that button on occasion yeah um but yeah no i've discovered i'm not great at stealth it's like i played the batman games but whenever i was doing stealth there what you did was you just hopped down did some damage and then disappeared into a vent or into a ceiling you're like i'm gonna wait for them to forget about me and then i'm gonna do it the next guy with the last of us a bit of a problem where you're like just on the ground level all of the time and they have guns um, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna take some some getting used to, but I'm quite enjoying it. I am at the end of the second episode of the TV show, so Tess. Well, I assume people have are watched or are familiar with the game. But basically, that that has happened. Um, so yeah, no, it's good. It's good. Uh, it's. I'm surprised at how on rails it is. Like mm-hmm. even level design, it's very linear. I kind of, I don't know. I I knew it wasn't going to be an open world game like GTA or like. Batman. Red Redemption or whatever, yeah, or the Batman games, even though those of narratives, um, it's just interesting at how straight it is. Like yeah. even I, who do not know how to play video games, know where I go next because it's like a line that I yeah. walk in, which is very interesting. It's, and again, it's like a stage
2: production, and you're the only one yeah. who does improv while everyone everyone else has a script.
3: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's like it, yeah. it, it, it the. We'll talk about it. We're going to stream through it eventually, but like it is remarkable how the opening act of the game is so deliberately you being in a box while the story happens around you. around you. Yeah, yeah. in like first you're in a room, then you're in a house, then you're in a car. But it's like just so you're aware you have no agency in what is actually happening. Your job is to wander in the direction of things and look at them, witness them. Um, and again, how cognizant it is of cameras and its storytelling, which is very yeah, interesting visually. Yeah, how it is in
0: its, in
3: its presentation, yeah. But also even like it's aware of the cameras. So obviously the camera gets like splattered with blood and dirt and stuff, but even things like its use of focus, which it's a, it's a virtual camera. It, sh- it doesn't have a lens, but they're like, no, we're going to use focus. And <laughs> it's like the opening shot of the game, the first time that you're playing the game, when you wake up as Sarah, the camera is pointing at a mirror in what, in a movie would be a trick shot because you'd be like the camera should be there, but it's a video game and there's no camera. And I'm like, is this you're showing me something that as a film critic i should recognize as a trick shot but because of the medium in which you're doing it, it is not yeah. this is really messing with my sense of reality yeah. um but no i'm quite enjoying it um it is i think the performances are very good i think it's very well designed i think it guides the player along very well i do think that my own inability to do something as simple as line up the ability to jump over a window ledge and catch was it rob may yeah. impair me later on like there's the bit where you're supposed to catch Rob and you literally have to jump through the window ledge. I've followed him through the maze. I've caught him to the end and I just can't line up the ledge to jump. And like Tess is standing there going, he's right there. He's almost there. I can see him from here. And I'm like, not helping, not helping, not helping. <laughs> I'm <As> fa- <laughs> As the- and then I reached the failure screen, which is like, make sure you keep up with Rob. And I'm like, okay. Um, <laughs> no, there's but- nothing better
0: than a game talking down to you when you failed, and you are like, I know what I did wrong. I'm trying <laughs> I, to do it right.
3: I, I get, but believe, believe me, the problem is not that I fail to understand I should press the X button and push the controller at the same time. I, I, I have got that. I have grasped that much of the basics of this game. But That's yes. Uh, I love it. <laughs> but no, I'm I'm having a good time. I'm enjoying it. Again, the graphics are incredible. I'm playing on a PlayStation 5. I'm playing the remastered yes. version. It yeah, is yeah, the fancy stunning. Area. It's yeah. stunning, um, but yeah. So, video games, good. Darren says with his lack of any grounding or expertise. That's, all right, stuff. the medium's
0: able to continue another year. <laughs> yeah,
3: we we're waiting on that verdict. I I know the German Games Conference was just like just last week, and they were like they were, they held back on some stuff because they weren't ready for the verdict to come in. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and then I also I watched a bunch of films as well. Um. And that I'm more comfortable talking about. Yeah, let's hear it. <laughs> Um so yeah I mean I saw The Dive which is a uh, Vertigo releasing kind of like high concept survival movie it's about two women who go diving as the title implies it is what uh, one of my friends describes as good at tasks bad at decisions movie uh, which is one of those it's a Cohen brothers movies are typically these although Cohen brothers movies are also bad at tasks and bad at decisions uh, breaking bad and better call Saul are good at de- good at tasks bad at decision shows where characters make bad choices but do it very well and here the task and the decision are the same. It's go diving. So the two girls go underwater, the two sisters go underwater. There's an accident. One of them gets stuck under a rock and the other one basically has to figure out how to survive and how to get her sister out from under the rock using a series of like dangerous maneuvers and kind of like racing against time, worried about the amount of oxygen they have, the pressure they're under, all that sort of stuff. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was very good. I would hardly recommend it. It's very like 127 hours oh, yeah, uh, and very say. like gravity. Uh, it reminded me a lot of like the Sandra Bullock movie Gravity, which I still really love because it's one of those very simple. You intuitively grasp what the movie here is. Um, you see it in theaters? This,
0: What is it? I. Oh, no, I'm just curious because like, uh, oh, did, did you ever see a Ryan Reynolds movie Buried? I did. Yes. Ooh. Yes. So I, I saw that in theaters and like almost had like an asthma attack because. Like, oh. It was like so like i don't think it was like a great movie or anything but like there was something and i was the only person in the theater which was kind of a cool way to see, see that movie but like there was something <laughs> about like the claustrophobia that that movie was able to create that i thought was really effective so um did the dive have a similar thing
3: it it did i saw it actually a cinema which was relatively busy which was nice i um I went to, because it was, it was a private, not a private screening, it was a secret screening taking place at like a, an inner city Dublin cinema, which was full of what people would call characters. It was great. While I was waiting to be checked. Uh, a woman came in from the housing estate around the corner to pick up her regular order of butter popcorn that the staff had wrapped in cling film for her she literally ordered takeout cinema popcorn which i love incredible there were the two older women in line in front of me were very excited about this movie we're going with. we're going to see scream unseen it's like the wes craven movie but with deleted scenes and i'm like no it's it's a surprise film it's like oh that's not what i thought it was. Yeah. Um, they were convinced they were seeing a director's cut of Wes Craven's Scream. Now, they did stay for the movie yeah. and were very pleasantly surprised. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was a really nice and saw it with a really good crowd, which is good as well. It's
2: um, so bizarre that they've done this again. I remember another film with this exact <laughs> same premise. Two sisters caught underwater. One of them's oxygen's running out and they're trying to save it. Oh. I'm almost here like, is it the exact same twist? Or did I have a freaking divination of this film? It's a very, is a very interesting twist at the end. So I'm like, did I pre, did I pre see this film? Had a <laughs> vision or something?
0: What <laughs> a twist! Movie. I was thinking of what was the Blake Lively one, where, but that was Shots, oh, the, right? the,
3: yeah, The Shallows, which is great. I the love shallows. The Shallows. I mean, okay, I, I like this is just like Darren's dream genre. Is like you get an actor and you put them in a position of mild inconvenience and mm-hmm. then just let the action roll phone yeah. booth is another great example of that it's like, yeah, yeah. just an amazing film that i adore lock. um <laughs> lock lock is him in a car oh yeah that's yeah lock yeah i mean the most suspenseful movie ever made about cement pouring i think yeah. we can safely say um, it's just all yeah. about the um, cement <laughs> <laughs> yeah. in the rich genre of movies about cement pouring um other other stuff that i watched this week i saw strays which is not very good um unsurprisingly the talking dog movie yeah not not a good movie it turns out unfortunately uh not funny uh not amusing not insightful far too long doesn't have any great gags in it and yeah just again just feels very low energy from everybody involved which is a shame um yeah this is it t-
0: with uh will ferrell and jamie fox and
3: yeah um and uh claudio doherty's in there will forte's in there they have a little they, like dennis quaid is the movie's big cameo because he appeared in a dog's purpose and a dog's journey so he's kind of like talking dog movie royalty josh Gad pops up as one of them narrating dogs a golden retriever who narrates life events to himself yeah not good Lot, again lots of dick jokes lots of fart jokes have you ever thought it's funny that dogs sniff each other's butts because if you have <laughs> This and movie. we got a movie for you. <laughs> we got a movie for you. Yeah. Um. Then I saw Past Lives actually, which I really loved, which is Celine Song's new one. I think it's from A twenty four. Yeah. Um. By the way, do you know Celine Song? Have you have you any familiarity with her work? Which.
0: Uh, I don't think I've seen any of her previous movies.
3: No, this is her first movie, but she is oh, a well, theater. That's why I haven't. She's theatre writer and director, and she, during the pandemic, when they were like, look, live theatre, kind of out for a number of reasons, very obvious reasons. She, she staged a version of Chekhov's The Seagulls in Sims 4. The game? (laughs) The game, yes. So she, she, she live streamed a version of Chekhov's The Seagull in Sims 4 that she was kind of like live managing over Twitch. Okay. um it is it is something to behold in terms of like works of art and she's like even the audience sims in the theater space were uncontrollable um as you can imagine um trying to get them to deliver these Anton Chekhov mon- monologues um but it is it is something to behold it, it again it's one of those great performance art pieces but this is song uh writing her refer- writing and directing her first movie uh it's really 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 well made it's loosely based on experience from her own life i believe it is the story of a young woman named uh, na young who narrate who moves with her family to canada and then moves from canada to new york she ends up connecting with uh Sung, who is the korean boy that she knew before she left he strikes up a connection with her 12 years later They fall out of contact and then he comes to visit New York 12 years after that, after which she is married uh, and in a relationship with another American writer. And then basically over the course of Ha Ha Sung's visit, the two of them kind of navigate her complicated relationships about having to leave Korea, having to leave this world behind and forge a new life for herself in America. Really sweet, really incredible, really thoughtful, really moving, really beautiful film. Um, And just uh,
0: beyond beyond Sunset kind of vibes to it beyond sunrise yes
3: yes and it's a movie that i was very yeah a movie i was very consciously thinking about when i was watching it and i kind of i think i think it's in conversation with those two movies in a very interesting way um Hmm. not spoilers and discussions of it and how it ends i found the ending of this just devastating and incredibly moving um and i i have you seen it have you yeah yeah i thought it was great i saw it a couple weeks ago um
0: yeah yeah and Greta lee is is remarkable in it who i kind of knew her from like small bit like i knew her most from russian doll she's like the it's the birthday girl every time oh, yeah. starts over and, yeah. and the russian <laughs> doll. uh and so i was like oh she's gonna lead this movie and then i'm like holy shit she's great
3: yeah which i think what's I think it's the direction of this is what really impressed me. For somebody who had done Mm. theater, like it's really good at using camera and like using the movement of the camera. So you have this wonderful thing where the characters are often in the same physical space. So they'll be at a fountain in New York, they'll be outside in New York, they'll be on a, you know, on, on a bay in Brooklyn or whatever. And the camera will be very deliberate about whether or not they are both in shot together or whether they're having a conversation and the camera has to move from one to the other. So it does this wonderful thing of creating a distance between its characters so that you you never get a sense of where everybody is at the same time. Everybody's kind of in a different place from somebody else physically and emotionally, even when they're in the same literal environment, it's it's just beautifully made. I really, really loved it. I would wholeheartedly recommend it. Um, yeah. I thought,
0: and it was, then- I thought it was great. you got a lot of that early buzz to where people thought thinks it may be nominated for some things come Oscar time. Um, one of those like early half of the movie or first half of
3: the year movies that might be able to still have legs by that time. Yeah. I mean, it, again, the go-to here is something like the farewell. Didn't the farewell pick up a bunch of Oscar yeah, nominations yeah, as exactly. well, which I yeah which was a similar kind of low-key surprise that nobody expected to do particularly well again released in the middle of summer same slot same studio a24 um yeah i would not be surprised and particularly with so many of the big studio movies moving out of the end of the year yeah um arguably the best picture race has kind of opened up
0: and you know. a24 coming off uh everything everywhere all at once last year so yeah. sort of yeah. you know being a player in the game now
3: yeah Um and then oh I watched Oppenheimer in IMAX in in London um which is just great Um, New revelations in 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 large format uh well first it's incredible uh Killian's face is stunning um Killian Murphy's face. face it's such (laughs) a big fan no no because you you sit in there and obviously i had seen it in imax here in dublin and the imax here in dublin is a nice cinema to be clear it is not the pfi imax at Southbank, where like so i'm watching it and it begins like in widescreen and it's a massive screen and i'm like okay i get this and then the first imax shot of like killian murphy's face appears before me and i'm like okay this is this is probably what what you know when I was a kid, I imagined going to heaven and having to talk to God was like there was just going to be this big, giant, floating head in front of me, so big that I cannot fathom the extension of its dimensions. Um, Did it, you it's sit too close? It's where, where were you seated? No, I, I was. I was in Row E, which was where mm. like the premium space to be sitting, which was great. I mean, to be fair, it was pretty much sold out weeks. This was the best seat I could get when I booked in late July. Mm was for the end of august and sitting in row e so it was the best seats i could get booking three sorry four weeks five weeks in advance um it's gonna continue indefinitely like it's it's on target now to earn what between 900 and 950 million dollars uh which is incredible and stunning and just yeah it is wild it is
0: Uh, wow barbie's
3: now the biggest movie in Warner brothers history yeah um biggest movie of the year biggest movie ever in ireland which is something barbie Wait, or Padding- no barbie supplanting um supplanting avatar wow
0: what? i thought you were saying oh. supplanting paddington <laughs> no that's
2: england
3: that's their national
1: film
3: <laughs> i feel like england would be a very different place if paddington was their national film it should be their national film but i feel like it would be a very different vibe you guys um, also do marmalade mm, Yeah, i'm a jam kind of guy yeah i'm not a
0: big mar- i'm not a big marmalade guy yeah
2: especially huh. not anything citrusy based they put like i think the ryan gets in there too much it's just like i feel like okay. i'm licking the outside of the orange
0: yeah hmm. no no one wants that i uh, gotta get yeah that i'm Mom-a-lad. i'm uh i i'm still extremely bummed that there is no um true imax anywhere in any vicinity to me to be able to go see oppenheimer in so same yeah it's a bummer and like i said a few uh a few weeks ago i hope this uh like the success of oppenheimer pushes them to be like oh maybe we should make more of these theaters maybe we should like the theatrical industry isn't dead and maybe we should like start catering to giant gorgeous things that are shot in this format
3: uh. the only problem the only problem with that though is it's like 3d it's like remember the whole 3d thing where The plan was that you get an auteur to make a really beautiful, stunning 3D movie and release it. And it draws people's attention to it. So that's like what it's like Avatar. It's like Coraline. It's like Hugo. uh, It's like Tintin. There's gravity. You know, it's this wave of like really great 3D movies. And people are like, 3D is amazing. People should go see more 3D movies. And then it's like, also, we have a post-conversion of Thor, Captain America, (laughs) Gods of Egypt. And you're like, no, please make it stop. (laughs) Um, we've gone this, too far we, we've got where it's sh- like it does feel like if you can them. put the cinemas that are worth it sorry sorry for us
2: they shot over him. your 3d auteur should have been robert rodriguez with shark boy and live lava girl lava- and spike Kids 3d they should have let him make quantum mania imagine ant-man <laughs> 3d but with the intent and vision of robert rodriguez who just goes what do i have in this room all right i've made the movie like, that's
3: yeah, i've got three walnuts uh, you know, a bunch of duct tape and this uh, pen. lead pipe. yeah it would be better than quantumania was <laughs> uh, you know that he, he did do baba fett though so be careful what you wish for oh no, no, no the monkey's paw
1: <laughs>
2: you get your one guy, guy richie made aladdin he gets his one
1: yeah <laughs> Wait,
0: I think Robert has had more than a one. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. Also, I like the idea that like Aladdin is Guy Ritchie's one as opposed to like Rue de Gar, Operation Fortune or what was it? swept away? Um, swept out of Madonna? Yeah. Swept away, which is one of the great I hate my wife movies. Yeah, um, he, yeah. he gets it's a couple something. of
2: those. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm starting I'm starting to go like, you know what, maybe like around the early 90s is where
3: I'll I'll stick here. <laughs> the gentleman was okay.
2: Yeah. He was all right.
3: Um, and then yeah, so I think otherwise I just rewatched uh, Across the Spider Verse, which is basically a completely different film now. Um, yeah, it's oh. very interesting. So they've completely changed a whole bunch of stuff for the home media release. And like while I was watching it, I was like, this is odd. I feel like I would remember this. I feel like if this had happened in a cinema, I would have. This would have made more of an impression on me. This artistic choice. And I go online, and I Google it. Turns out, yeah, they did. They changed a whole bunch of stuff between the theatrical release. And the digital release, right down to changing line readings from actors. Uh, one of those great movies never finished things. And I would recommend reading, there's a Vulture article about how the production was basically terrible for everybody involved, which is a shame when the movie is good, um, such as life. And finally, rewatching. Uh, sorry, I'm watching The Great, because I have time. I have free time now. I'm able to watch things I like to watch. So the Great on Hulu, which is fantastic. I think Marty, you asked a couple of weeks ago about Nicholas Holt, and you were like, "I don't know this Nicholas Holt guy. Has he ever done anything particularly good?"
0: So, with my one caveat, is the Great is really fucking good, and I love the Great. Yeah. you yeah, don't okay. like cold oh, bodies. Right. No, he's fine uh, to me. He is like he's a support character. Uh, like, yeah, he is yeah, if he was yeah. in a, if he was an RPG uh, party,
1: he'd be
3: buffing everyone else. Like he okay, doesn't get the glory.
0: Yeah. <laughs> But
3: he's, he's really flavoring. good in the great He's a side not a man yeah um, yeah he's, he's phenomenal in them like i had watched the first season and i've re- I watched the second now i'm watching the third and i'm like i it's amazing i forgot like he was supposed to do he was supposed to be the bad guy in mission impossible dead reckoning part one but couldn't do it because he had contractual obligations to be in the great and on the one hand that is very sad for nicholas Hoult because nobody watches the great and yeah. this is not going to be good for his career but on the other hand Nicholas Halt in the Great is as great as Nicholas Halt is ever going to be, yeah. so it's probably good for him spiritually and artistically. I also feel bad. bad it seems like
0: he's always, every time a giant superhero is cast, it's like, and the runner-up was Nicholas Holt. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's like well, this dude from well, Philadelphia is Superman, and <laughs> Nicholas Holt was the runner-up. He'll get it. He'll get his Keanu. Right, he'll get
2: his Matrix. He'll, <laughs>
3: he'll be the next one there. We're just like that
2: guy. What? Really? Okay. It wasn't the
3: thing with Superman? I don't know if he's confirmed this. It may just be a rumor he was offered luther and he turned it down to audition for superman
2: wow <laughs> yeah i don't know about this
3: <laughs> can you go back <laughs> <laughs> yeah you do, do kind of wonder if like after he does the audition like just the awkward size going so luther then um <laughs> is that was that one, that still on the table right yeah, like, yeah,
0: yeah yeah people move that far away um, <laughs> Yeah, that's a bummer. But yeah, the great is uh, is excellent. Him and uh, him and Al Fanning are both uh, spectacular on the show. Yeah.
3: yeah, really, really great. And
0: again, you'll have a uh, you'll have a full column about it uh, tomorrow on the site. I,
3: I will. Focus. I will indeed. I will indeed. We're uh, really looking forward to that. So sorry, that's been my whole bunch of stuff I've watched in the past two weeks. Although, well wait, playing. you have
0: the th- you have something called Cobweb written down? I don't know what that is. And Demeter. Oh, Cob oh and oh, media.
3: We oh yeah that's about right, Dracula like two boats. More, two more, two more. Um, you're telling me that when this boat leaves Romania there's a chance that Dracula's on it <laughs> nearly near zero um but yes <laughs> near zero chances Dracula's on the boat are near zero um cobweb is I think I talked about it last time maybe I didn't but that's the horror movie produced by Seth Rogen Evan Goldberg about the kid who hears voices in his walls I saw it in a Uh, It's still wonderful production design, beautiful cinematography, atmospheric direction and two great leading performances in search of a third act that works. Unfortunately, I was not a huge fan of it. Uh, It Mm. does look sound great though which is a shame because it's like i just wish that was in service of something a bit stronger uh, it's barbarian but for kids is is how i'm I going insane did
0: we talk about this two weeks ago no i did yeah sir. i think did I, I, I think that i think <laughs> I, really, I, did. I didn't know what it was by name and then you started describing that and i'm like why is this and then i googled it and i'm like i've already googled this before
2: <laughs> google's dementia already purple
0: <laughs> this is like frost in the dive movie <laughs> <laughs> I, I found what it
2: was. <laughs> it was it was 47 meters down
1: this- oh okay
0: oh, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. wait was that th- that's different than the blake life that's, that's, yeah no yeah, that's we keep different putting than, we, we, keep and than the- yeah, we keep trapping sisters
2: yeah we keep trapping sisters underwater and they think about their past yeah no,
0: yeah. no there was yeah, the one last year where they were up on the radio tower we were trapping that's fall. oh 47 yeah, that's meters fall. up okay yeah no it was way more than 47 <laughs> it was like a billion meters up
3: <laughs> i love the idea of it just being the 47 franchise where it's like we've done down we've done up now we're gonna do left right I back was- and forth yeah <laughs> but yeah, 47 meters sideways. <laughs> what? What is that? Are you stuck on a train car and you just have to get it onto the other track somehow? Oh, that but anyway, that, so, that would
2: be it. The, the, the it's trolley. Just like a movie thing. called the Trolley Problem. Yeah, there you go.
3: Yeah. Oh, but then you lose the 47 branding, and that's just gold yeah, in the, the market. It's 40, plays really well yeah,
2: 47 meters adjacent. And right
3: there we'll have, with the 47 yeah. ronin Um, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, <laughs> And then Last voyage of the Demeter, which I liked, didn't love. Um, It's a very old-fashioned kind of horror movie. It's produced by Universal, Amblin, and Dreamworks. It has like a Dracula that is largely practical, which is impressive. So it's it's a guy in a suit for a lot of the movie. Uh, it is a standard old-fashioned bunch of people in a remote location being hunted and killed by a monster movie. The point of comparison for the director is something like Alien or The Thing. It is nowhere near as good as either of those movies. But if you like those kinds of movies, uh, I found it really good fun. Um, very atmospheric, very rich, very beautifully shot. I will say that like it does suffer slightly from the problem of they're on a boat. They're not like in the Antarctic or on a spaceship where... the 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 voyage takes several days and dracula can only come out at night so you get a lot of scenes of them hanging around in the middle of the day going what do we do before he comes back and i'm like you're in the middle of the mediterranean you're like three hours from land at the absolute most this isn't an unsolvable problem guys i hate to break it to you um but it is it is well acted it is well performed it is atmospheric it's a little yeah, bit too Yeah, they're not going across the ocean. Yeah, they're traveling the Atlantic. Like, <laughs> why they just like? I can literally see the beach over there. We go
0: there. We send the boat back out. We
3: just burn we it just, to the ground. We, we just, just burn push it. Right it. Yeah, we just push. Sea. Yeah, we just push it back out when we get in. Uh, it's a if, Viking funeral. Yeah, and if, if anybody asks, it was the rats. Um, yeah. Like. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, if you like monster movies, if you like kind of classic old style, like paranoid, claustrophobic thrillers, give it a go. It is a little bit too long. It isn't as amazing as it should be. It isn't mind blowing or brilliant. But if you like classic monster movies, it's good fun.
2: What if I you like Dracula and just Dracula related IP?
3: <laughs> well, if you liked Renfield, I hope you like this. <laughs> <laughs> as somebody who did not care for Renfield with, with due respect to Mr. Holt. Um, The one and only The one and only Holt Holt and Catch Fire But yeah I mean Yeah it's better than Renfield If we're on the sliding scale of Dracula IP It is better than Renfield
2: What about like Van Helsing The Hugh Jackman one
3: the problem is that there are people who like that movie. I'm um, one of yes. them. <laughs> you, okay, cause I know. I know it's been reclaimed. There's a, like for people of like my mm-hmm. generation right. maybe a bit younger. It's like yeah, it's like that is a classic of our generation. Like I, I don't get oh, it, but I respect oh, it.
2: It's garbage. No, oh, there's, okay. there's a difference there. I, I my liking something does not give it virtue. You know, I think that's the separation. That's where we clash, I suppose, with like a general audience where they go, if I like it, it's because it's good. Like, that sounds a little more pretentious than the whole, like, I can like things that I didn't that weren't good and the other
3: and the other way around. Demolition
0: Man is a masterpiece. That is all I'm going to say. on that. Well, there's also I don't know if it was ever on the on the cards, but someone said that the way they could have made Van Helsing work was just have it starring Brendan Fraser and Rachel Weisz. And instead of the mummy has having them continue to do mummy shit, it's them just having a movie with each of the Universal monsters. So make That's a Frankenstein movie wanted. with those two. That's, That's all what, what, what? I wanted. I just want those for. two. No, it's then those two everywhere. Stone Axe. Yeah. It is not a guilty pleasure. I do not feel guilty
2: about the things that I enjoy. There's no, <laughs> there's no names to it. It's you can like things that are not good. Simple as that, and the yeah. other way around. There's a yeah, lot of good things that I don't like.
0: I agree with you. I don't. I don't think any of my pleasures are guilty.
1: Yeah. Yeah. purely like, innocent I'll, I'll pleasures say- <laughs>
2: that sounds so bad <laughs> i i support hedonism of the arts you like what you like you don't have to defend it you can talk about whether it's good or not but don't don't try to like get it all mixed into why it is worth being yeah. loved or not yeah there we go So it's, it's gonna be a great movie night should i watch it before or after inside the willem defoe film i just got that
3: oh thank you probably probably before um, before the, the default film gets a little bit heavier this is more pulpy fun um okay not not to put not to put too much of this, this is a movie where dracula wears a top hat at one point like it's like i love it the recent little limited series demeter, demeter not, yeah I'm demeter not 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 all the movie but there is a point where he wears a top hat i'm just like oh, just is to, he a, so i don't know anything is, is he a monster or is he like a dude in the movie he's a monster Okay, he's like he's like again. We're talking like the, the Nosferatu style design of him. We're talking like the Gary Oldman bat design of him, That's kind it. of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, as opposed to the uh, Klaus Bang design yeah. of him, or the Robert Pattinson vampire. design. Well, he's got a hat. Yeah, at a certain point, he does wear a hat. I don't want to get too specific in terms of spoilers, but there is I a moment. A where out monsters, they're going to look silly. You're but I, really like a monster I mean, with a hat. I mean, otherwise, otherwise, <laughs> I mean, otherwise, people would find it might might make other people uncomfortable. It's like a really yeah, exactly. great way to avoid. It's like, look, it's just a dude with a top hat. We're in Victorian London. What do you expect? Nothing weird here. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, nope, I'm just a dude with. He's got some really sharp teeth, but look, dentistry not great right now. You know. I'm just going does he have a cane and a monocle? He's not Mister Peanut.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: he, he
3: does not. He does have a long coat though. <laughs> Mister um,
2: <laughs> Peanut's on the boat. Oh
3: no. <laughs> oh no. He only comes out at night. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out the entire crew is allergic. Oh, that'd be Whoa.
0: good. Um, what a twist! Frost, you watched the aforementioned Paddington. Was this your first mm. time in Paddington? Yeah, it yeah, was the first.
2: I have a long. Uh, how I don't know if I'd call it a backlog because I don't, I don't feel pressed, or at least I don't have any moral push to go through That's my a backlog. Long queue of movies. You yeah, just watch. a massive queue of oh. films that everyone's seen, and apparently they're great. And I was like, I could go for an apparently great movie, and it is possibly one of the one of my favorite things that I've seen. It's just delightful. in general, it's absolutely I, delightful. It has its own pace, keeps to itself, and I don't feel like it was rushing to the next thing. It was just hit. It hits its beats, and it keeps. It stays in its lane. The most British film I've ever seen.
3: So you haven't seen two. <laughs> Not
2: seen you two. You haven't yet. seen two yet. Oh, two is even two.
3: Better. Two is the Godfather two of talking bear movies. Oh,
2: That's really? I need it. I said it is. this is yeah. this is England's answer to Stuart Little.
3: And also written by My Shandler. Yep. Yeah. I, I'm I'm a little bit offended by that. I, I think I think it's better than Stewart.
0: <laughs> how dare you? You just oh. don't understand how much little means get to us. America. That's right. <laughs>
3: yeah. I you never will. um <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, it's yeah. it's yeah Paddington is uh Paddington's like legitimately wonderful yep. and yeah. um it's the only thing uh uh Paul, Paul King that's the director right Yeah so, yeah. Uh, yeah the only thing that is keeping me mildly interested in the Wonka movie starring <laughs> Timothy Chalamet this Christmas is the fact that it's a Paul King joint oh, and so i like if,
2: yeah if the direction you, is you can do to that so good Yeah yeah uh, how yeah. I was gushing about Barbie giving sort of my imagination a place to actually exist and not just be completely fatigued by cgi stuff it was interesting to just see paddington move around it's like he's always interacting with hard surfaces you don't have to make any indentions you don't he's not moving the carpet he's not like on a bed it's just funny to see these sort of choices but still lend themselves to the story he has a bed he sleeps in the rafters and that's a lot easier to cgi than anything (laughs) else and i'm just here like it's real it's all real (laughs) he's
0: all real it's oh, you just ridiculous. wait, Paddington Two. It feels like they had a yeah. much bigger budget. There's like set pieces and everything. It's yeah. uh, and you just have yeah. uh, uh, Hugh Grant just going hog wild. I love it.
3: I, Hugh I love Grant it. I love, and Brandon Gleason. Like it. It like it's phenomenal. It's just the, the caliber, the leveling up. Just a, just
2: a big fan of the overall sincerity and how I always say, if you have a metaphor and it, and it breaks realism, go for the realism. Like in the moments where the, the cherry blossom, the, all the blossoms are gone from the tree because Paddington's gone. Right. And it's like, yeah, that's not realistic, but it's completely gone. And I almost had a thought going, musicals do this a lot, but we don't accept those. And I wonder why. Is it just the singing? Is it like, I don't know. But, but still, phenomenal, phenomenal movie. My girlfriend was watching it with me. She was crying from beginning to end. And I said, are you going to be okay? Because he, he's going to get bullied. <laughs> I just anticipate one of these films where he's going to get bullied. <laughs> and this is a metaphor for racism. So <laughs> get ready for that.
3: Um, you're, gonna gonna love, you're, you're gonna love. You're um, gonna love. You're gonna love Paddington too. Um, yeah. It's a movie that when I flick, it's always on at Christmas time over here. And when you flick on, you just kind of get stuck in it because it's it's beautiful. It's okay. like marmalade. It's gorgeous. I, I
2: imagined. Yeah, like surely it has something to it. Simply because there's a Twitter account that says, uh, "What is it? They tweet photoshopping Paddington, photoshopping into Paddington every, every day. day yeah. Every day. Yeah. yeah." And I was like, Until I forget, it's got to be great, right?" So yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. Why not? But yeah I highly recommend Have, you seen, highly have you seen
0: Babe and Babe 2? Babe and Babe Yeah, I've seen Babe and Babe, Babe, and Babe,
2: and Babe 2. Hey, the City. Yeah. Yeah. Dor- yeah. The George Miller classic.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> True. He only directed the second one, right? Second the one. first one's directed by someone else. He kind oh. of basically wrote the first one, I believe. Yeah, so that's one of those... he did both of them, right? Well, no, I think he wrote both of them. Um, but let me just check oh, the yeah, first one. Have I been lying to people it's, my whole
0: life? Yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah. It's screenplay
3: directed by Chris Noonan. Who the
0: fuck is Chris Noonan? It's that,
2: it's that how soft bit he inside. doing
3: in yeah. my george miller film it's, it's a soft it's squishy like bit in the, the Snickers. yeah get
0: out of he's here your- mrs potter get out of here noonan
3: <laughs> he he's directed four films one in 1973 one in 1980 one in 1995 and one
0: in 2006 he's uh he's nothing if not punctual <laughs> 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 uh noonan can't believe it yeah. what a time to be alive uh snake of the garden two euro dono frost watch the guard and talk to darren after please
3: the guard the guard is great is the guard is great Show? it's an irish film um starring oh. don cheadle and brendan gleason it's about oh, a yeah i've seen the guard. yeah
0: yeah
3: oh it's goes. amazing like it's a is it martin mcdonough or is it the other one it's maybe it's john McDonough. mcdonough i don't think In a, john mcdonough is, there's two
0: mcdonough's you didn't know that there's two mcdonough's it is yeah. John Michael McDonough. That is an incredibly yeah. Irish name. <laughs> <laughs> is he Oh, I didn't know I didn't know any of this. This is changing everything.
3: Yeah. yeah. Um
0: oh God, he wrote Ned Kelly. Oh my god, this is huge.
3: Yeah, and he did Calvary as well, which is the the Sligo film. That's the one where it gets a bit too much for me. You know, as an Irishman, I watch The Guard and I'm like, okay, Except we'll break with reality. Mm-hmm. I watch Calvary and I'm like as a Sligo man, this is just too fucking What fun. is that? <laughs> what is that? Um, Sligo is like just a region in Ireland. So obviously, okay. like the Guard is based primarily in Cork, which is a region of Ireland that I am familiar and visit with and has its own unique character that it caricatures for the purposes of the movie. Uh, Calvary does the same thing with Sligo, which is where I grew up. And so I'm immediately a lot more touchy <laughs> about it. Yeah, yeah, um, I might have to brush like,
2: up on on that.
3: I'm like I'm just, Sligo doesn't have a prison that houses cannibalistic serial killers. This I'm, is wrong, yeah. wrong. I tell you. Like, there is that? a scene. There's know. a scene where he counsels like uh, Donald Gleason, possibly the best cast Donald Gleason has ever been as a cannibalistic serial killer in Sligo prison. And I'm like, this. I have notes about this movie, and that. That's just that's it. That's the note. The notes. I was with going it. On here? <laughs> yeah, I, I was with you up until cannibalistic serial killer in Sligo prison up until then i was with you
2: the whole way i'll have to brush up more on it just to get used (laughs) to it like i'm so i'm so out of it as far as anything that's not american like even my own culture my my mexican culture stays in the 90s so if you ask have you seen any irish films i go or or shows or anything i go father ted i watched father ted twice
3: good stuff uh, that's british show basically it's fun
2: it's like well no not too much but the guard you say all right
0: I was going to say, I don't know how I would feel if media portrayed a cannibalistic serial killer in a prison near my hometown. And then I realized that this is where Jeffrey Dahmer <laughs> was
3: incarcerated and, yeah,
0: uh, yeah. and, and cremated. And so, okay, well, I guess I do know.
3: Yeah. Well, apologies. The guard is okay. setting Galway. That's, that's fair. Sorry. Apologies. It's not Cork. It's Galway. That was oh. the one person who could have called you out. Snake is
0: the only person yeah. chat yeah. in chat. <laughs> All yeah. of these escapists, who could have called you out on that. Yeah. Thank you, Snake. Uh, okay. Fantastic. Last stuff. couple things. Uh, oh, I watched. Um, I'll, go through, I'll go through mine quick. Uh, we did. Uh, I watched Blue Beetle, which uh, I, I enjoyed the first 45 minutes of. Yeah. And then the last um, two acts. I did not it's enjoy. And the last act. Yeah, uh, I thought yeah. setting it up with the family, and I thought I thought they yeah. were great. I thought the family was great. I thought when it was very low stakes and low key, it was wonderful.
3: Yeah, and it's it when it's when it starts thinking that I care about Ted Cord and absent Batman knockoff. That's when I kind of like start drifting away. And then when it does the climax from Iron Man, I'm like, okay, I'm out. And it's yeah. a shame because I love the cast. The cast, and it's yeah. like and the specificity of it as well like the fact that mm-hmm. the city is a palermo is the, the fictional city but that that's it feels a, yeah. kind of like miami which miami. is not what you normally see like yeah, I, yeah. I love the opening act of that movie and it just it loses me so quickly when it gets into here's a bunch of lore about a character we haven't afforded to cast yet but will in the sequel and i'm like ah.
2: that's what i'm yep. talking about there the whole like hey look fans something to look forward to like,
0: eh, yeah. yeah and then knowing that they're just we're never gonna see this character again <laughs> like like it's just this character they're like this is the start of the new dcu and it's like no it's not.
1: This is
0: not um so yeah a bummer um i i think that that character and that actor deserves better yeah but yeah and then sort of yeah. being the the tax write-off at the end of well not the little back girl was the tax write-off but
2: is yeah. the affirmative action
0: i just rather would have had like why not just really put your weight behind this movie instead of the flash
3: <laughs> well i mean like it's gonna it's gonna lose 100 million dollars as it stands that is still less than the flash has lost yeah it's still less than indiana jones has lost yeah, yeah. it's probably still less than dead reckoning will lose yeah. at the end of its run. yeah like it's just it's it's really insane and frustrating and it's like my big issue with this is that there was a time when you could have released this movie and it would have done spectacularly and that would have been any time between like twenty fifteen and twenty nineteen, when like the genre was riding high and what audiences wanted was more kind of of that kind of Iron Man formulaic yeah. movie, and they were responding to it. And now it's like the formula has kind of run its course. It does feel a little bit like audiences have had what fifteen straight years of that because it, it is Iron Man. The the movie structure is Iron Man, and you're like, this was a structure mm. that was radical in two thousand and eight. And it works reasonably well, but if you keep running it into the ground, you're going to eventually alienate the audience. They're going to lose their enthusiasm for it. And I just it's so frustrating that by the time we reach (laughs) a point where you're letting people who aren't straight white guys do it, that audiences are no longer turning up and you're going to use it to like... Yeah, I'm sure there's a big fan fan of this as
0: the excuse instead uh, of everyone's fucking tired of all this. I'm sure there's a big
2: fan of it. It's like, oh, he's doing the Iron Man thing. yes (laughs) let's go love it love it no no he's in the cave box of scraps oh i can't wait to see where this goes
3: like it even casts like a veteran 70s character a veteran 70s movie star as the villain of the piece who is a rich industrialist who wants to exploit the hero's technology for profit and war and you're like you your research for this is mostly watching iron man on a loop right um movie though <laughs> it's <made laughs> no. a pretty good movie no it is but uh, like, it did it did lead to 15 years of the mcu being yeah. unassailable like it's yeah it's it's a formational foundational movie uh but it's just it's again it's like imagine if you were making movies like i don't know fort apache uh, at the same time that they were doing you know once upon a time in the west yeah like it, it's yeah. that it, it feels like the genre should have moved on a bit um, yeah 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 i don't know that's interesting um, you'd
2: feel like so there was a bit of i don't know if you'd call it backlash or just more awareness brought to it. Are they like Disney likes to rip off other countries favorite films. So why did why did they stop not not so much Disney but Marvel like keep ripping off other other films from other things because it's when you rip off your own stuff that's when your own fans imagine your crowd is like man who loves Iron Man and only Iron Man I'm getting some Iron Man vibes here. You know yeah. it's your own IP that you're ripping. <laughs>
3: Yeah. I will say this is a DC movie, not not an oh, this MCU is a movie, and, that, yeah. this, this and like
2: it, comic book hero conglomerate yeah. thing. I'm getting some Iron Man but, vibes but, here.
3: But but like it does, it does feel a little bit like like DC and Warner's have been in the lab since say they fired Zack Snyder in 2016, 2017, and they've been in the lab and they've been making the formula. And every once in a while, somebody's been coming out in a lab coat with like burns on it and their hair like blown backwards, going, "We're we're almost there. We almost got the formula." Yeah. And it does feel like you know in july 2013 sorry 2023 they finally came out of the lab and said we did it we cracked the formula we have our dcu iron man movie and it's like finally 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 we'll get this shared universe off to a start
0: You see the similar thing in games where it's like, we'll put this thing in production that's going to go, it's going to be a six-year production, and we're going to strike while the iron's hot right now. And six years later, they're like, here is the Suicide Squad game, and it's just like your favorite game, Destiny. And everyone's like, we, we stopped wanting that like four years ago. <laughs> like, you, what happened? How did, how did this happen? Um, so, yeah, that's... Uh,
2: like your grandmother cool. that gets you a PlayStation 5 controller, but you're an Xbox person. So what's happening? Thanks, Grandma. Yeah. I appreciate it. <laughs> like okay uh unfortunate for them so blue, so blue beetle yay nay go watch wait for stream because
3: because i feel like that's me. what what that's It'll like be on the big issue probably there. Is soon, if we're gonna yeah. Be
2: yeah i feel like a lot of the
3: people Smash who i know that are looking forward so. to it yeah yeah they want the not here for the rehabilitation of the flash no not not yeah. feeling it not feeling yeah no uh-huh. <laughs> not quite um
0: i've also uh i'm caught up with winning time did you watch the first season of winning time
3: you guys, i did not the lakers, did the lakers show.
0: yeah yeah was, the one that uh, caused
3: the rift between uh, adam mckay and, and will ferrell and right? will ferrell yeah, yeah. <laughs> when he's
0: like we got to go a little bit more serious on this i don't know if you can handle this and uh uh but yeah the second I season was like
3: fine i'll take my talking dog movie and go somewhere else <laughs>
0: uh i uh i as a i'm a huge uh fan of like the weird er, er, myths and legends of the n b a so this this show was like right up my alley i love season one season two feels like it is uh, it's still a really enjoyable watch there are it is one of those shows where there are too many main characters and there are it is it is too difficult for the show to have to juggle an A-bot, a bot up a plot a b plot a c plot a d plot an e plot while also being like we have to adhere to this is what the Lakers did in the 80s. Like, we have to adhere to, like, how basketball worked. And so it is a lot. And the cast is, like, phenomenal, top to yeah. bottom. Like, everyone in it is so fucking good. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm still enjoying it, but it feels like the weight of season two is, is um, like, the weight of, of everything that they've set into motion is is kind of causing it to sag a little bit which there's a lot of shows that do i mean a lot of the prestige dramas of of the, the yeah. big ones of of recent years you know your mad men's and your you're your true detectives your, so even
3: the wire is looking at second season like the, yeah wire, right, yeah
0: so um yeah so we'll see if uh, it can it can sort of find its way from there or if there even is a third season because i saw like the writer of the book it's based on was like hey everyone please watch the show or else there won't third season because none of the actors because no one can actually promote the show right so
2: it is just following the
0: the (laughs) life of the
2: lakers Lakers and all that that's funny someone saw that that that, that meme a while ago was like hey guys i just got done watching friends now i'm gonna watch all of basketball all of the basketball
3: (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) okay because i was gonna ask my my feeling of it, what of the first season, not watching it, but watching the trailers and stuff. This had like prestige miniseries written all over it. Does yes. it seem like it was designed for two seasons, or was the it thing- just the first season broke out and they're like, yeah, let's? No, do it definitely seems because like by the time the first uh, season ends, it's
0: like they haven't won anything yet. Like, okay, no, all right. All right. Like, it 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 only gets you into the early '80s, so like I think at where the show is now, like I haven't even been born yet. <laughs> And so I think they planned they were like, this could be a 10 season show like we could go into the 90s and Kobe and Shaq and we could go into modern day with LeBron and I'm like, Can he? I guess they almost want to treat it like uh, the crown. Yeah. yeah I, I, I this was about is like America's this like, is big
3: like Westworld vibes where it's like this yeah. is gonna be the new game of thrones we yeah, have a 10 yeah. season arc mapped out yeah. and before you before you know it it's like by the way you can now watch it on true tv um is <laughs> true tv like uh, a crime network <laughs> <probably>. <laughs> the, the crime um, was all the prizes they won beautiful <laughs>
0: um I also saw bottoms. Have you do you know about bottoms? I have seen
3: the posters for it, it's not out over here. That's the one oh, okay. with uh,
2: the football player, their beast mode. Right?
3: Yeah, it is with... <laughs> yes, it is. It's with Marshawn Lynch. Oh yeah. Uh it is
0: a, a super raunchy uh high school Ooh. comedy starring uh Rachel Sennett, who was in Shiva Baby and uh Bodies Bodies Bodies, and Io uh Edabiri, who plays um Sid in uh the lead in The Bear, um Sydney. Uh, Hmm. And it's the two of them. They are uh, two sort of like nerdy lesbian high school girls who decide to start a fight club in order to get close to other girls so they can kiss them. And it is like an obscene premise but the movie is so fucking funny and like so vulgar and so violent like it is it is wild that this movie exists but like you mentioned marshawn lynch like he made me laugh more than any human and any movie He's a this funny year. Guy. <laughs> yeah and uh He's io edabiri is like on like the last two years is like fucking on one. Like you look at yeah. everything she's in, I'm like, oh my god, she was in. Yeah, Black Mirror this year. She was a voice. How in about Ninja-
3: Tree, yeah, Caroline, Elementary? And, yeah, Elementary. She was a
0: voice in Ninja Turtles and in Across the Spider Verse. The um, yeah, Theater Camp. Yeah, crazy year. Um, so uh, that movie that movie was uh was great. That was a lot of fun. That feels like something like my my theater wasn't very raucous. Um, this feels like it would be fun with a raucous theater. So I don't know how to make your theater raucous. What time did you go? Uh, it was it was like a noon.
2: Yeah, what day? Yeah, those are not raucous hours, Marty.
0: Are you telling me Friday
3: noons isn't Friday noon is sours? not a
2: raucous time, no sir? No.
3: Oh no! Yeah. What, what you need is yeah, you need a margarita screening of Mamma Mia. Here we go again oh, at like you know God. nine p.m. on a Tuesday evening in Dublin. <laughs> One of the best cinematic experiences of my life. The mothers had left the kids at home, presumably with the fathers or a babysitter, and they were off the leash. It was incredible. <laughs> you
0: know what? You um, know what's coming soon. Wedding uh, three. You can read You can
3: <laughs> capture it all. Big fat
2: yeah, okay, three. Can you, you write out. that
0: like Gonzo journalism? Then
2: I want to know what it, what that was like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: uh, I remember going with a couple of film fans because the, I think the press screening wasn't available or whatever. So it was like opening night Tuesday, and it's like yeah with margarita night, and it's like yep sure, and it's like. One of the most incredible experiences I have ever had in a cinema, um, which yeah. is great.
2: Cinema is an event. It is an amusement park.
3: It, 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 <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Let's go. Movies are back, baby. <laughs> Scorsese was correct. I mean, follow uh, me. Here we go again is the Godfather 2 of ABBA Duke Bach Musicals. So you
0: need to start creating a bunch of lists. All of the Godfather 2. The Godfather 2 II- It's all. Yes, sir. Yeah. The Lion King 2 is clearly going to be the Godfather 2 oh, of Lion God. King movies.
3: <laughs> From Barry Jenkins.
0: <laughs> that can't, I just have a feeling that's never going to be, that's not going to be real. That'll be fine. We won't have to ever worry about that. <laughs> um, and then uh, The X-Files knows no ending. Uh, I'm, I'm halfway through season four. Uh, I've read chapters one and two of the hit book, Opening the X-Files by Darren Mooney. Ooh. I'm reading along as I finish a season. I, didn't, I haven't read the season three one yet. Spoilers. Um, All right. But it's just like reading big old darren big old darren columns in book form it's great it's like darren columns that i could touch <laughs> i mean i guess i could print thank out you i columns. think you,
3: yeah. Yeah, yeah, you print them out put them <laughs> on the fridge yeah, yeah. that, <laughs> yeah. that, that, that would be table. weird not saying darren columns i can touch um, yeah that is not a not a sentence that makes anybody uncomfortable listen. I've
0: already that. got the load off. Everything's gonna be fine. Uh, not on the air. You don't. That was an all fair. That was an oh yeah, I forgot. because uh, <laughs> yeah. Nicholas Nicholas B says, "Wow, Marty, I'm on season four, episode nine. I'm probably like five episodes past you. Um, I just had the reveal that. Um, uh, uh, oh, I just watched the what was it Leonard Betts that uh, the one where uh, yeah, Scully the- you find out Scully is cancer. Spoilers. Yeah. Oh, sorry. If- Paul
3: Crane. Yeah, yeah we like. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah it was ago. great. It looked, grown a little head. Most watched uh, episode of the X-Files ever. Yeah, because it was right after uh, Super Bowl, right? Super Bowl <laughs> 97.
3: Yeah. 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 Turns out um, if you put something on after the Super Bowl,
2: many people are
3: too
0: lazy to Literally doesn't matter that. what yeah, it fell is. I I'm uh, in a
2: hot wing, comat- com- just comatose, <laughs> lying there. <What's> <laughs> uh,
0: I was still very upset, though. It skipped the episode home, one of the more notorious episodes of the X-Files with... Um, sort of, perhaps the yeah. most
3: Marty episode of the X-Files.
0: Because it's with an incestuous family. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh,
3: but I also like has a like, great Will Babe I reference. I thought it was Wisconsin
0: or something. Also has a great Babe reference. Uh, but, you know the film by the great Chris Noonan, as we all know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that was the episode that um had the uh that was like the the sort of inbred, almost like Texas Chainsaw Massacre the family, peacock and family. The, yeah, yeah, the Peacock family, um and which was apparently so intense or whatever that they kind of stopped airing and getting reruns. But I'm like, it's 2023. It's not that I'm like yeah, everything's more intense now. Like I'm sure we could handle it there. It just wasn't they, on
3: my reruns, which is weird. They they made what like in 1997 they made a big deal of airing it on Halloween. They were like the the episode that Fox hasn't shown you for three whole yeah. years. um It's and apparently like they wanted to do if you're watching the X Files. Uh, Carter ran another show called Millennium, which is completely Mm -hmm. unavailable now. There's no way to legally watch it. The DVDs are out of print. But the second season, uh, Carter basically created it during the fourth season, The X-Files. During the second season... Fox were like, ah, ratings on Millennium, not great. Carter, we need you to hop back to the X-Files and we need you to like make an X-Files movie that we're going to release yeah. in the summer. So how about these two guys who we basically strong-armed into coming back for the fourth season of the X-Files, Morgan and Wong, how about we force them to run the second season of Millennium and we promise them that if they do, we'll let them make a TV show for us. Yeah. By the way, we'll cancel that TV show after the pilot, so don't worry about it, it'll be fine. What a bummer. But- yeah but that second season is incredible because apparently like one of the first things morgan and wong did was say okay we're gonna do another episode with the peacocks and apparently fox were like no you're not <laughs> like the, the network was just like no
1: Peacocks, uh
0: but that shows great it's delightful every episode yeah. i'm like what well, is this gonna be a silly episode is this gonna be a chupacabra episode hell yeah last night there was a chupacabra episode as well the mexican goat sucker
3: yeah. famously one of the worst episodes of the show ever made it's, i would it's argue. pretty bad but it had what uh, makes it bad in uh rick <laughs> frost it's a 90s uh piece of television that aired on fox dealing with issues of cultural sensitivity uh, around mexico and immigration and they, i wonder what it did could they possibly be trejo
0: in there no they don't oh. but they had the guy who mm. uh on on breaking bad and
3: what's it, what's is it Ruben bad, Blades wasn't it was it Ruben Blades they have no, somebody it. in pro in, inappropriately in famous in that episode
0: who um who's like the really intense guy in season one of Better Call Saul he's also in Breaking Bad but like the first when when Jimmy does the slip and fall in front oh of the Raymond, Raymond Cruz Raymond who's Cruz is phenomenal
3: yeah and they did have Ruben Blades in there so I'm not yeah. racist it's okay yeah. um Cruz. yeah I, I Raymond Cruz is one of those guys who was around during the 90s. He was in everything. He's very yeah, intense. He's he, like a block was, of a man. He was
2: in Training Day and Blood in, Blood Out. So, like, that's oh, yeah. why I say yeah. that Breaking Bad has horrible Mexican accents, but I, don't, I think it's on purpose because I think it's an homage to those 90s Hispanic accents
1: <laughs> where he go, plays go. the
2: same character. It's also a weird time because you end up in like Training Day. The head Mexican Smiley is from New Zealand, <laughs> but he's got two other Mexican, Mexicans there. <laughs> there you go well, all right uh yeah do... it was Tuco. Tuco to yeah, Tuco, Tuco from, yeah i yeah,
0: am breaking bad and uh and better call some yeah. um yeah X file is just a g- gift that keeps on giving uh, yeah. i wish it aired with 90s commercials like i'm sick of watching <laughs> modern commercials because i'm like i don't want any of this stuff uh, and i'm like wait, show me all the 90s commercials
3: but you're watching it like the remastered hd widescreen presentation no, you would be terrible <laughs> looking it really? is awful because it's
0: on one of those over the air channels. That's like a point five. Ah. It's like forty seven point five. I don't know why I'm just not watching three episodes a night yeah. on I'm any streaming service where I can watch it and save myself like an hour a night. I don't yeah. know why the ritual is nice it is and it's the simplicity of like i'm like fucking burnt out at the end of a work day and i'm like let me just i'll make dinner i'll just turn this on i'll play a game on, on my switch or on my steam deck or something i'll just zone out for a couple hours while like loosely paying attention to the x-files and it's great
2: don't, yeah, it almost lends itself to where it's like it's like focus for a string of a few minutes and then i let it go go use a path yeah go, like you know th- and, and- these these uh mandatory breaks almost
0: yeah, and there's certain episodes that I'm like, "This is really good." I'm gonna put my switch down. And there's other episodes, the <laughs> Chupacabra episode, where I'm like, hey, "I'll be fine. <laughs>
3: I can I can zone in now.
0: I, <laughs> I can keep playing this. This will be fine. Yeah. I'll make a drink. I don't need to pay attention." Um. So yeah, that's what we've been watching. We we did great today, guys. Oh my god, for under two hours, this yeah. is great. I'm so proud of us <laughs> and Conti two dono, thank you so much or two pound two euro jesus christ i was gonna get it eventually i got i got the third one uh, i love snatch
3: <laughs> two rubles two pesos two cds two
0: uh yen <laughs> fave uh, i've i've learned what the symbol for shekel is because one, uh, ah. one of the consistent donors of something else has shekel so i know what that symbol is mm-hmm. Ooh, nice. uh, uh conti uh, i love snatch what's your favorite guy richie film
3: lazily I'm going to say Snatch as well I, I know that's the laziest possible choice because that's his Hollywood movie that's his most mainstream kind of yeah. like accessible blockbuster really? kind of movie like Sherlock
2: is that not more his Hollywood one
3: uh, yeah I, I suppose that's fair but I mean I think I,
2: well, the Sherlock well movie, Snatch was of, his breakout
3: yeah and, and it still feels like a Guy Ritchie movie is the thing like there's a weird thing where he just loses he can just shed his skin he's one of those auteurs who's like he, can turn his, he has a little switch and it's like Guy Ritchie Generic studio director. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. like, you, which one do you want to hire to make a lad? And it's like, okay, generic studio director it yep, is. It is. Um,
0: Zarthur says Revolver, of course. I don't know if you were joking. I kind of <laughs> like Revolver. It's like weird and messy and not yeah. good, but I kind of really like it. Jason Statham, There's... Ray Lyota, good stuff going on there. Andre
3: 3000, whoo. There's an attempt to reclaim it. We, uh, we, we had somebody on talking about Statch on another podcast I do a little while ago, and they just were like, for ten minutes, I want to talk about a good revolver is and I'm like, I good. don't know if I should allow this. I don't know good, if good. Like, I don't know if I'm going to get a call from the police tomorrow morning knocking on my door going, I Sir, we heard you it. had a ten minute conversation about revolver. I don't think I've
0: watched it in 15 years. Now I kind of want to go back and watch it. Which one? Once I finish the X-Files, my little treat will be revolver. Oh, all
2: the a, are
3: you going to do a Guy Ritchie watch?
2: You can have Come one it. with me. I have one like once every few months. <laughs> I think of, of my favorites, it's probably, probably Lock, Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels. Yeah. Uh, lo- yeah. Love the vibe on that. Love the banter as well, especially because uh, that was more, uh, it's it's almost like the Nolan thing where if you understand the director, you understand the choices they made. So like you have this, this um, skinny guy that they keep calling him fat over and over and it's because he was a fat actor before but then he swapped the roles and he's like just keep the dialogue so he has lines like you're fat tom and you don't look like you shouldn't but you are <laughs> this whole time they just keep calling him fat and he's the skinniest one there and it's, it's just a choice to be made yeah it's a very banterous thing he's a he's an interesting individual him
0: in in terms of uh, stuff he's made in the last decade uh I really like the man from uncle hmm. blood, blood. Blood drinkers aside,
2: I don't know why I've hesitated on that one so much. I've have yeah, stalled Henry, on Henry Cavill and, yeah, and, and Armie I've Hammer. I've stalled on uh, the the. And Hugh Grant,
0: and Hugh Grant, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Grant, yeah. Uh, I, what I was his King Arthur
3: movie was bad. I thought. No, yeah, yeah I was not a that. That is one of those movies where it's like I don't know if this art form deserves to continue. Um, <laughs> not, not not maybe You had a good run. The, were, what, yeah. Not did, not the genre. Not the director. It's just like it. maybe we should just destroy every camera in the world yeah, just to prevent you you, something like this from happening
2: again. By rising star David Beckham, young unknown.
3: <laughs> young unknown. Yeah. What if King um, Arthur was a bit of a geezer? Any, I will say, like Wrath of Man is the one that surprised me. Where it's hmm. like I don't think that movie is great, but there is a moment in it where Jason Statham's phone rings and it plays Ride of the Valkyrie, and I'm like yeah this is the right tonal register for this movie love yeah it. i love it. i love his
2: use of jason uh, jason stated how he says i know my caliber like where i'm gonna go and i yeah go, i agree but it's it's usually with guy ritchie or when you're doing um what's that car one again
3: oh, can I... gone in 60 seconds no 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 that was nick cage that's and the furious that's uh, furious
2: oh oh god no no Obs
3: and shaw okay
2: no it's an older one The car one the car one yeah okay. he has to drive he's got a code and he's very—he's got to get like a
3: Frank. Oh, crank!
2: No, not crank. Jesus Christ, Transporter. Oh, no, no. There we go. Thank you, Transporter. Oh, transporter. <laughs> I love him. a lot <laughs> Transporter, crank. Crank oh, is not—that uh, uh, <laughs> is not the. Unless that's where he goes. Yes, this is the caliber that I'm capable of. That is a fucking show movie. Two of them. <laughs> Can't believe it.
0: Bring
2: no, no, too no. high voltage. Yep, 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 yep. Now I was—I was
3: talking Transporter. <laughs> That—that's more his thing.
0: <laughs> I have not. I have not. Thought about the transporter
3: in a long time. So shouts to the transporter. First off, huh? Statham used to be a diver, which impresses. Yeah, he was right? a
2: diver before. Guy Ritchie has a lot of non-actor actors, like uh, footballists and bouncers, and yeah. He says. Jones. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Wasn't yeah. Jones like a? Jones was like like yeah. Was someone busking, or someone tried to like pickpocket him, or something? I did I make that up? That story. Yeah, no. Well, it,
3: there was, there was like Statham at one stage was selling stuff in in London he was doing selling stuff out of vans if I remember correctly when he got like lock stock
2: if I remember yeah like Guy Ritchie's proper um, like Cockney ain't he, and he and, yeah and he he just grabs people off the street essentially and he goes yeah these are the ones I want <laughs> weird weird fellow,
0: that fella time to be alive <laughs> um listen I, I like that we were gonna end but then we got a little Guy Ritchie love finally the love Guy Ritchie deserves <laughs> We bemoaned him for earlier and finally uh, gave him his flowers now. Um Frost, you'll be back in uh an hour or so with more Dark Souls 2 with Nick, with Nick's new computer, by the way. Yeah. Which he's officially said it works, so that's positive. He was he was in chat (laughs) screaming about Rebel Moon, so that's good. um what else what else do you have uh, going on Frost? we
2: got to uh in the early access we got stuff of legends that's carmageddon as i said each one has its own like little theme and whatnot this was uh our 90s rock brit pop we're thinking like oasis you know back back in the days when they were super hot right before wonderwall and then we're working on the next one and that's going to be our western that's going to be on the wow funeral raid that's going to be a fun one and as far as the cold take go watch that again Talking about the Baldur's Gate hubbub, you know, everybody's start getting into a little fight. I say everybody, but really, I think it was just a small blip on no one's radar.
1: It's
0: one of those things where it was the biggest thing in on the internet in games for one week, and now we'll move on. Now Starfield, it's going to be like, look at Starfield, the cargo fell through the ship. And then in another week, it'll be like, look at Mario, they put his dick in the new game. <laughs> Which that'll be great. I'm here for Mario Dick uh, Controversy. Let me tell you. Wait, what? Hold on, hold on,
3: hold on. I I, I don't know much about video games, but I do know Mario. And he does. This seems out of character for Mario. So in this
0: new game, apparently he could transform into an elephant. No, there's nothing with his dick. I'm just hoping. Oh, okay. okay. Because I want there to finally be a controversy that I want to participate in, because I don't give a shit about all the other ones. But uh, if they were like, "What's we going on? What's Mario?" Packing? We need
3: to cancel Mario. Yeah, we yeah, need to cancel. Yeah.
2: Yeah. They're gonna like give him a bulge, in the old <laughs> yeah, overalls yeah. down. What's he doing, hanging <laughs> yeah, left? Like What's cul- he doing? Yeah, here?
3: yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, Did somebody call for a plumber? Huh? <laughs> oh, <God.
0: laughs> Uh, And then uh, you and Amy are starting uh, Sly Cooper Friday.
2: Yep, Friday. uh, Childhood Classics time. Yep, 3 p.m. CT, Sly Cooper. It's going to be a good old time. And then Saturday, it's going to be a morning stream. It's going to be moving out, too. It's going to be Will and I. We're going to be doing some nonsenses there. Uh, Hopefully, it's everything, like, overcooked, too, but without the food. Oh, because, man. They they went in and they said, Let's get a bunch of chefs and let's make the most irritating level possible. Let's put yeah. the the place where you serve, let's put a trash can right in front of it. So you throw the food away as you're handing it in. But yeah, brilliant.
0: <laughs> Video games. What a medium. Uh Darren, what do you got going on?
3: Yes, yeah, so Grant, I um tomorrow obviously, as you mentioned, there's a piece going up about the great, which I've been watching. Um I'm seeing later in the week uh equalizer 3 which i guess is what friday's in the frame is going to be about there is a review of star trek lower deck season 4 that will be arriving i think on thursday and yeah that that's that's pretty much it as it stands. and i'm hopefully going to continue playing the last of us so i hope to finish that sometime around november i'm kidding i will hopefully get through that a bit quicker <laughs> and then
0: uh you had two in the frames go public uh in the past oh week.
3: yes yes two uh in the frame videos uh wonderful work uh done by park uh Herman, who is the new editor on the series uh phenomenal work first of all Phenomenal in terms of speed. That Ahsoka one came together incredibly quickly. Yeah. Uh where Nick was like, we should do it in the frame on uh Ahsoka. And by like the following evening, the video was on the YouTube channel, which was just incredible turnaround. Um Look, I didn't even record, I don't even know what happened. I didn't even write. this yeah. yet. I, I, I was I was just like, I thought some of the words that appeared in that video. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So we, we recorded it uh and then ended it uh turned out amazingly fantastic job i think the edit on it is incredible i think it's fun uh, it's something that i've been thinking about about star wars for a while which is this idea that like star wars began as a collection or a holding space for all these things that george lucas loved um you know obviously like damn busters uh kira kurosawa movies flash gordon and it became this kind of hodgepodge of just references and as it's gone on it's just become a hodgepodge of references to itself it's kind of lost its curiosity about the world and that's what the first one's about and the second one is about twisted metal um which was just a show that i thought was much much better than it needed to be um so i wrote about like video games uh and again had a bit of fun with that one as well so you can enjoy this uh it'll be great check them out Uh, they're eight minutes long each they're relatively breezy Uh, i think they're fun i think they're enjoyable i think they're accessible and i don't know what the next one's gonna be i'm gonna have to talk to nick about that when he's not fixing his tv or obsessing over rebel moon i'll catch him between watching the rebel moon trailers impossible impossible there's there's (laughs) no time in between those
0: uh and then last couple donos uh eve thank you so much for a two euro dono darren thoughts on sonic hashtag destroy marty's hope the movies i like sonic i like the hedgehog i like he's he's blue and he runs very fast about the movies or the game? oh i don't know i don't know Sonic game I, thoughts,
3: do you? I don't really have Sonic game thoughts. We were always more of a Nintendo family, so it was, it was more of a Mario. My brand loyalty was to Mario. Sonic always seemed like he had a bit of an attitude. I'm not going to lie, did. he seemed like he yeah. seemed like it seemed like he wasn't a good kid to have around the house. He was a bad influence. Mario.
0: If you if left the controller and didn't touch anything, he'd start tapping his foot and looking at you impatiently, like I want to run. He would. <laughs> <it>? <laughs> Just, uh,
3: seems like an asshole. It's like yeah, which one of us is here for the other? Sonic. What's what's the <laughs> relationship here? Um, I control you. You don't control me. <laughs> yeah. I'll put the I'll put the thing down if I want to. I always <laughs> found, I have to admit I always thought the level designs were quite fascinating. The times oh, that shit. I have played it, they're like they're very intuitive. Uh, yeah. The movement is very interesting as well. Uh, the movies, the movies I find interesting because they're they're basically hop. Like the dark secret of the Sonic movies is that they looked at the movie Hop, starring uh, Russell Brand as the Easter Bunny, and were like, let's do that, but with Sonic and we'll even keep James Marsden
1: mm-hmm.
3: and that somehow became a one of paramount's biggest movie franchises uh which is incredible i also think Idris Elba's performance as Knuckles is legitimately great like really good and he's going to star in the Knuckles series <laughs> do we still think that is
0: happening <laughs> like
3: um, paramount like hoped yeah <laughs> is, is it going to be Idris Elba in a red onesie <laughs> live no, action. I, no, his voice. No, live <laughs> No, I know, <laughs> action, no, I know, I know. I, I know. But it's like, can you imagine the the CGI budget on that? It's like at one at a certain point they're gonna go, no, we just drag Idris Elba over here, roll him up in a red carpet, and like just have him do the move, the show.
0: He's got his hijack billions now. He doesn't give a shit. They have to do anything, <laughs> counting as hijack bucks.
3: Uh, and then uh,
0: Nick the OG with a $5 dono. Thank you so much, Nick. Thanks for the stream, guys. Also, I vote for more Darren on streams. Always a great time and great insights. Keep it up. Well, you're gonna be getting it soon. You're gonna be getting it soon with the last of us streams. Um, and we'll try to get you next, next, maybe next time we do an all day persona stream. We'll try Ooh. to get you on. Ooh. You don't have to play, you just hang out and you could just talk about your, 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 your weeboos, your waifus, and your weeboos.
3: I I don't think I want to do that. Um, But I will happily talk about persona. It's the other stuff. I don't think. Ingmar Bergman. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, more the video game. But I was more the. It's it's, uh, the weeb. I'm not sure I want to talk. I I don't know if I have any weeboos. I don't know if I want to know if I have any weeboos um I feel like that's a door that I want to leave like ajar, and I just hear noises from occasionally but I never approach of oh, no, us but... you're telling me none of those books? Comic- <laughs> among no- none of those I don't actually like I'm re- that's a real blind spot the only manga I have is the Batman or Batmanga as it is Ooh. um I it's a blind spot I'm really ashamed of I would really love to read Akira I would really love to read uh Akira. Maizaki's Nausicaa uh because apparently oh, yeah. he wrote like he wrote like for 10 years he wrote a Nausicaa manga, which I would just love to read. And then he stopped writing it and he's like, fuck, now I gotta write Princess Mononoke. Um, the problem is, like you're seeing with video
0: games now, where you're like, oh no, this, I can't add a new medium to my life. Is that you, if you walk through that, if you cross that threshold, yeah. there's no going back. Give me two seconds. It's got, oh, no. got
2: like all of Berserk back there. Yeah. Oh, ho. ho.
0: How does he find anything? I don't know. He's so got for anyone a system. Listening, Darren surely. is currently. Yeah. Yeah. Darren, we record this. Darren, I have a broken closet door behind me. Uh, Frost is in like a very, a very white space beanbag. And then there. Darren is just in a library of comics well, and graphic novels. And all and, things, and they're all in, sheets. things are falling. Oh my God. This is incredible. Okay. What has he found? Is everything breaking? What do you think he's looking for? Do you
2: think, do you think he has Dewey decimal systems in place?
0: Oh my. Do you think he yeah, has? Yeah. You have to pull it out. And there's like the cards. Yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> coming through I, I, does that still exist i used to i worked at a library in high school and let me tell you i knew the dewey decimal system by heart that's where i was people. so good at it uh, and let me tell you right now i don't know anything about Dewey,
2: the dewey decimals decimal for nerds i go to the oh, fiction God. setting i smoke in the back and yeah
0: <laughs> i go My to goosebumps study. books yep yeah. <laughs> i go to fiction and i go to s because all i want is rl stein that's yep. the only section of the oh, library
3: yeah. i care about oh, There it is that manga, manga. It says Batman. It, it even like reads the right way, which is very interesting. I yeah, literally didn't know
2: that exists. That's cool. Yeah,
3: it reads the right way as well. So it opens right to left, as opposed to left to right, which is great. What a time to be alive! Amazing. I can't. Right, that it. was not worth the hassle that I took to do that. I apologize. No, it was. What, See, what are your thoughts on libraries? Because we gave our thoughts on libraries. He's got a, he's got a
0: manga. There you
3: go. <laughs> I need to- one i've got a single and it's <laughs> the most american manga imaginable
0: uh, uh the singular of a manga is a monkey he's got a monkey he got a, a monkey i've got, got a, a monkey
3: oh, i've got a monkey yeah he uh, got a monkey it, it that doesn't sound i i don't like saying that word that sounds yeah. like it's possibly offensive in possibly. Some <laughs> it's got every made up words offensive yeah
0: um cool so yeah like i mentioned uh frost will be back in an hour with uh, dark souls 2 uh tomorrow we'll have the regular streams post cp uh breakout and um get jesse uh to the pirate ship i don't know what that series is <laughs> called uh and then thursday speaking of jesse uh, thursday at noon central uh jesse jack and i are starting jesse's first zelda journey with a link to the past at noon which means uh nick's uncharted streams are moving to friday at noon um so nothing's being taken away just just more streams for everyone including the the sly cooper stream so all sorts of shit for you guys um and then yeah i think I think that's about it we did it yeah. uh thank you guys so much uh for watching thank you everyone uh in in the chat for for hanging out for for donating for just being uh wonderful top to bottom uh so for frost and darren this was marty this was the recap episode number 43 thank you guys so much and we'll see you back here in an hour for dark souls 2. Everyone.